The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Cigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true Puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single-barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Twitter. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news. Matt and Dave's daily picks and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Tuesday, boys and girls. Welcome into another hey. episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, we're in the Houston Astros gear today. The book, Matt brought the Bostonian. Lots to get to today on the show. We're live on YouTube, live on Twitter, like we are each and every single day at about 11 o'clock Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern-ish, as we always call it, at Boston versus the book to find that. Sirius XM, channel 159 on the replay with, C- with Sports Grid TV alongside as well. Happy Tuesday, Dave. A lot of baseball to talk about today. How are you? Saw that. Very excited when I saw the rundown today. You hit all the right numbers. You hit all the right marks, except that one, which I know you fixed already because mm-hmm. I did take the time to read it. I figured you to be in some sort of Taylor Swift outfit, some sort of some <laughs> some sort of between you and my wife with the text back and forth. You're both enthralled with this thing. And now we're getting our friends. Dawson's talking about everybody's talking about everybody's really talking about this. This is a real thing. I spent 45 minutes of my hour and 15 minute class yesterday at UNLV talking about this topic. You did? Class. Yeah. It was, it's, it's a fascinating topic because we did it basically on all the different ways you can cover this story. And there are oh. so many different ways you can cover the story. So from, now you're the cool professor P you're talking about. Oh, well, I always do that. I always incorporate that. That's a very typical thing for my class. I always say take a, a current topic and, and bring it in to how would you cover this? If you're working at a music site, if you're working at a news site, if you're working at a, at a dating site, if you're working at a NFL site, a sports site, a sports gambling site, like how do you cover this story? Cause there's, there's tentacles to everything. I mean, Skip Bayless literally went on TV yesterday and said that Taylor Swift could be a distraction for the Chiefs and they need to watch out for it because they may not repeat because Kelsey is now thinking about other things. Bro, is that what they call the kids call <laughs> clickbait? Like, I mean, like what the what, what are, are we doing? doing? Really? Like we're real like wow. Cause I like I said in my class yesterday, it's the one thing the Chiefs haven't had. The Chiefs normally are a pretty 
I don't want to say a quiet pop culture team, but Mahomes married his high school sweetheart. So like he's not dating the rap star. He's not dating the supermodel. He's not dating the high profile person. Like his wife is a very normal person. He's a sophomore. She's a junior. They meet. They've been together for years. They haven't had what the Brady Bridget Moynihan. He got her pregnant. He left her for Giselle while she's pregnant. What? Supermodel. No. Like they they hadn't crossed over into the worldwide type of pop culture tabloid stuff. Now they are. And it makes perfect sense. Mm. It just happened to be that Taylor Swift announced today that her movie now is going to be a world a worldwide release. Worldwide. Just total, totally, completely and totally not coincidental at all that that happened today. Linus in the chat is always in the chat. Good to see you, sir. Just said Travis Kelsey's the first NFL player to ever have a girlfriend. Pretty much. Yes. It's amazing, right? It's like, wait. They actually, I'm not sure they're boyfriend girlfriend. They're not boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> Definitely not, right? They're not boyfriend and girlfriend. They're just friends. Look, I could be dead wrong, okay? And and I I could be. Uh, I'll quote L. Duncan from ESPN, who said that was the most platonic walk she'd ever seen. Yes. <laughs> when the two of them were walking out together, so yes. you know, uh, it, it's very good for business. That game between. The Chiefs and uh, the, the game here, the game for the Chiefs and the Bears. Yeah. It ranked first. First for women ages 12 to 49. <laughs> I mean. Because they were waiting to see the shots of Taylor, Taylor. in the booth. That's all That's all they yeah. cared about. They could have cared less about anything else. I mean, to me, I, I say congratulations to the NFL because that is mission accomplished. They, they opened up to an entire new audience it's incredible too because in my class i have 19 and 20 year old girls women right who do not watch football who were watching that game they were a hundred percent they said are oh, they gonna watch next time if she's there i asked i asked that question i said what if you turn on a chief game and taylor's not there she's like oh we'll turn it off okay so the next thing we don't have to worry about hearing is about how there's more women betting <laughs> on NFL games now, right? Because they're going to make that jump because now we got the women in the audience and now we're going to make that more women are betting because more women are watching and they're watching because of Taylor Swift being at the games to watch her friend, boyfriend, whatever you want to call him. It's right. not a boyfriend. I mean, I'll just, can we just say that right now? There's no question. I mean, they could wind up eventually becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. I don't Stop. know. They could. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hope that this is not what I think it is. I hope that it actually is a real thing. It's just that everyone right now, Kelsey's jersey sales went to top five. He added 300,000 followers on Instagram, which two of the girls in my class said, yep, we're part of that. They, <laughs> they went they went and followed him on Instagram. Oh my so they were part of that group. They, that's who they were after. What? Football fans, they've already got them. The NFL wants other people. This is so brilliant for everyone involved. The NFL on Twitter changed their name to NFL Taylor's version. Like th th this is all too perfect for me. This is all too orchestrated for me to go. Yeah, this is, this is organic. This is something natural, not buying it. <sighs> who did Chiefs play this week? Uh, the Jets who just signed Trevor Simeon. <laughs> 
to, to be the backup quarterback. That's who they called. Oh yeah. 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 They called Trevor Simeon. Hey, Trevor, we need help. Can you come in and help Zach, Zach Wilson, please? Hey, man. <laughs> what are you doing? You, you, you feel like getting hit again? You, oh. you want to come back? <laughs> well, I don't know. Pull, pull to Lou Brown. I don't know. I got another uh, guy in the other line about some white walls. I gotta go. Uh, he, he did it. Nick, forget Kirk Cousins. No, let's go get Trevor Simeon. So, uh, more on that here in a little bit. Uh, last night, Tampa's offense, man alive. I don't know if Philly's defense really played that well, or does Tampa's offense take a real big step backwards before we saw in the two previous weeks. And you pointed it out yesterday that the level of competition may have been a bigger indication with the Vikings and the bears for the bucks, than you know, taking a step up in competition for Philadelphia. But I I'm still trying to find my way to say the Eagles are going to win the NFC East, but they just keep on winning. They don't do it in like wow fashion, but wins are wins, right? Wins are wins in the, I mean, they're physically dominating the line of scrimmage, both sides line of scrimmage. And I mean, like my buddy uh, Butchie likes to say down South, you win football games on the line of scrimmage, right? It's not always pretty, but it gets there. And I don't know. Uh, Baker. I mean, the rain didn't help. None, none of that helped. It got away from the, the Buccaneers pretty quickly. But his ball, like the way he was throwing, like it just didn't look like the zip was gone. He took a couple shots too. Did you see him? He took that yeah. one shot. He got up, and I was like, "Oh no, not that shoulder joint again!" Like, right? You feel like Baker's one hit away from being done, done. And he got hit last night a couple times, where it was like, "Geez, he going to get up?" I don't know. Tampa's two and one. Had him to be one and two at best at this point, so they're a game ahead of where thought they would be. But Philly's three and zero. That's that's. Second best team in the NFC still. And there will be people to make. I mean, you can't. You ready to put them. You're not ready to put them ahead of San Francisco, are you? Not even close. I don't think they're in the category yet of San Fran. If I'm if I'm ranking, it's San Francisco and everybody else. I, I, don't, I don't think the Eagles have separated themselves. Hmm. Look, Jalen Carter's a really. If you look at the numbers, he has more pressures from a defensive tackle position of the quarterback than even Aaron Donald. I mean, he is an absolute stud. They've got a guy who's going to be an anchor for that defensive front for a long time. And it's very impressive to watch him work, but against offenses and offensive lines that looked a little bit out of it. And then injuries happened in that game for the bucks that really caused them. They couldn't really run the ball. They couldn't do much. They couldn't protect Baker. Mike Evans made one of the most insane catches of the season with his one handed go- going up. <laughs> like, that was wild to watch that catch from Mike Evans. It just, they never, the Bucks never looked like they were in the game. Like even, no. even when they were only down by one score and like it was a tight, most of the game was tightly contested. It never was like, yeah, the Bucks are going to win this game. <laughs> like it, it never felt like they were actually going to win the game. Philly had it, had it in control from the, from the get-go. Agree. Right. So the second game, I can't believe Burrow played. I still can't believe Burrow played. And to go after one win, let's see what happens because he had to move around a lot in that game. And they're trying to make it out like everything's fine. But let's see this morning when the drugs wear off, what Burrow's what Burrow's calf's going to look like because man alive, they literally pushed all their chips in for one game and one win to avoid 0-3 which I can't really figure out why is 0-3 so detrimental 
You can say, oh, well, Matt, two and one. Uh-oh. Snap your fingers. I don't know what just happened to you. Hold on. Rosa, come back. Take Hold on. Time. There we go. There you are. Uh, okay. Well, every other team, every other team in the division is two and one. Yep. So if you go zero and three, you're two games behind after three weeks. Is that the end of the world? Well, no, but it's it's a big deficit that I guess they didn't want to risk. Listen, Joe Burrow's a player. He wants to play. He's he couldn't not, move. He didn't. He, he played horribly. He, 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 was no zip on the ball, especially by, those by out, Joe right? Burrow's standards. That offense was pedestrian. They couldn't do anything. They should have won that game going away. If Joe Burrow act, their defense played their tails off. Defense is pretty. Uh, I think underrated. Yeah, I, I think their defense Pass is, rushes. is Ooh, boy. really good. Especially with quarterbacks that don't move much, like Stafford. True. Right, they got to. You got to have a guy that's moving right out of the pocket, off the play start, or is able to avoid the rush and get out. But the game falling three was miraculous. Again, how it falls three. That's why it's gambling. Nothing is fixed. Nothing is. It's just the way it went down. And did but you it just- hurt most people though because it hurt. I mean, I had two. It was one and a half, two for pretty much the whole week. And then when the news came, it popped to three. Right. Was and then three it fell three. Someone, I, I saw offshore, there were three and a halves. So there were some, there were, but there were a couple of books down south oh. that popped to three and a half before okay. kickoff. Well, they were probably trying to find something to get, yeah, some, some Rams money at that point. But I don't know. I didn't learn much about either team, like anything new. Really, I the, the Bengals are just gonna they're gonna be like this until he's right, and he may not be right for a while. So, like their game's under. That's yeah, I don't understand the purpose of it personally. Like he's hurt; he's legitimately hurt. You can see it. He can't move. He can't run. If if they go up against a team that can really pressure the quarterback, he's going to get annihilated. Like yeah. the Bucks, just they are a great run stopping defense. They're not great at pass rush, and and like you just you kind of look at where the Rams. Sorry, the Rams. I mean, the Rams did a really good job on Aaron Donald, but they don't have much on the outside. If they get people from the outside who can come in and crash the middle, that that's where I think you're going to see teams like you know the Cowboys, for instance. Right. If the I don't think the Bengals play the Cowboys, but a team like that that's got the ability to come off the edge. Oh, I don't like the chances for the Bengals at all. But yeah, unders for sure for the Bengals. Oh yeah. I mean, if you have Jamar Chase on your fantasy team, if you've got T. Higgins on your fantasy team, I mean, Joe Mixon might be the most valuable player on that offense now to run the ball. Well, it's funny because they know their quarterbacks hurt, and they changed the game plan mm-hmm. to do that exactly. And then you got other teams with quarterbacks that may or may not be hurt or just can't do certain things and they don't change the game plan and they keep trying to do what they're trying to do. So I don't know. I, I still think, you know, maybe Zach Taylor's a better coach than some people would give him credit for. I know you don't think so, but <laughs> I'm just saying they keep winning these games. And Well, they're one in two. Keep winning what games? They went to the Super Bowl two years ago. They yeah. were in the AFC championship last year. It keeps showing up. Hmm. How much of that is Joe Burrow? Oh, there was a really <laughs> hobbled Joe Burrow last night, and they still found the way to win. So true. Yep, that's true. Obviously, he won it in. 
They wanted him to play, successfully win a game, and now we'll see what happens. They're on to Tennessee. I think they play Tennessee, right? They play Tennessee this week. Yes, they do. Tennessee, yes. Yeah, they yeah. play Tennessee. That's bad news for them. Think so? They can rush the quarterback. Yeah, that defense can get after it. Mm. They're gonna, they're gonna all week. They're gonna pin their ears back and just practice getting forty-one. <laughs> well, here's here's the question: What is the deal with primetime unders? Any rhyme or reason to this? Because it is it's happening. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. it's uh, somebody showed me a ticket last night. You parlayed both unders last night. It was like a plus one sixty ticket. Uh, Two game parlay. I don't know. I see it start and I immediately play the under in game and then hope it gets down. And I just didn't believe it in the first one. And I should have gone over 35 because then somehow they got a two point conversion Mm -hmm. to push it over the number. Mm -hmm. Second game never got there. I mean, it was under, I think I bet under 38 and a half at one point because it closed 45. Wow. Was way off. And I think I've been under 38 and a half and under 35 and a half, finished 35, 1916. So I don't know. I can't explain it. I mean, it's it's not the short week. The Thursday games, I think, are easily explained. What do yeah. you attribute it to? Anything in particular? I don't know. I, I don't. I, I'll say this, though. I know the NFL doesn't like it. I mean, the, the NFL wants primetime games to be exciting and fun and high scoring and big moments. They're not getting that. No, <laughs> they're getting they're getting a lot of fourth quarter sleeper sleepy games, and that's not what they want. That's not what ESPN signed up for. Not what Amazon signed up for. <laughs> it's surprising. I mean, it really because the the game on Sunday night's always a really good game, but for the three quarters you were there for the three quarters of the Raiders and Steelers game, Ugh. it was like, eh. Week before eh. that, Patriot game. Week before that, on Sunday night football, eh. Right. It, End of the game was good. The, the The fourth quarter tends to deliver, but the first three quarters of these games are really boring. Yeah. Well, this week we, we got Detroit at Green Bay Thursday night. Yep. Then we got uh, KC and, and the, the Swifties at yep. the Jets. Somehow that line is nine and a half. I know Butchie's watching and some guys down there. Just make it 11 and a half. Go get the Jets money. Who in the hell is going to bet the Jets? Between now and game time, forget about nine and a half. I understand. Just keep it under the 10 for the teaser number, but you got to be nuts. Just move it. Take what's the worst that can happen. You need the chiefs. Oh, not bad. And then Seattle plays the giants on Monday night. Uh, I mean, we'll be watching baseball, bro. I, I mean, what is that? I don't know what that is. That's not a good lineup of primetime games. And oh, by the way, if you're waiting for the following week, you got you got Chicago and Washington lined up for the next Thursday. So it's not just this week. Detroit and Green Bay is probably the best game of those prime timers. Do you think the books will the public figure this out? Will they need the over at some point? Oh, this is this has been bet now for like two years. This is just one of those things that you just keep taking it down. And get to a point where you're in with the with the bad guys. You know you you need over. You, you, there's nothing you can do. How low can you make the total? I mean, at least KC and the Jets is forty one and a half or forty two. The other two games are forty seven, and 
Detroit Green Bay's 45 and a half to watch it. Wow. They're moving that up, actually. It's moving right now. Okay. 46. So, oh, no, that that's coming down. Sorry. They're watching the show. They're betting it on there right now. I mean, it makes sense like to bet the under. Primetime unders are just, right now, look at the number of games that have gone over in primetime. I think it's just one so far this year. Um, any different feelings about the uh, the staggered start time last hate night? It. It's I not hate good. It. No, it's I, it's I very, like it it's back and forth. It's back and forth. At least it's on TV channels that I have, so I can just flip the channels. Yeah, I have both games on one TV. I, I mean, I have a split screen, and I still hate it. Yeah, it's I don't. It's, I, I don't they like got to do something about it. I love the fact that there's two games. Yeah, but why not do an but, East Coast game and a West Coast game? Separate them so everybody can watch it. Like, what's the need for the crossover? I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird too because you get introduced to you know Dan Orlovsky. I, I like Dan a lot. I like him doing games too. Some people don't, but like you, they don't. You can tell they're getting used to working with each other. Like these are teams that these are broadcast groups that are just kind of like Chris Fowler and Dan Orlovsky. You're throwing them together and going like, yeah. okay, go do a game. And it's like, how you doing? Oh. How you doing? How you doing? Right. Let's go. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's how like, you doing? Okay. So yeah. you see, you can kind of sense that they're getting to know each other a little bit and how they are and their chemistry is a little bit plastic. And I'll be curious to see how they progress with this. Cause this is now that's that, that no more now two, we had two of these. What happens next year? And do they say, okay, let's do multiple games, multiple weeks. And how do they do it ratings wise? Cause do people say, Oh, I liked going back and forth or I would have preferred start one at four and one at seven. Well, you know why they're doing it, right? Like the, it's the backup plan. It's like having multiple outs when you're betting. Yeah, right. In case one game's good, one game's and bad. Right. If yeah. The, if the stinker's bad, you can you have another right. game. Oh, if it's right, by right. itself, it. they they just turn away and watch something else. So they flip between two games in football. I'm not saying it's right. I know why they're doing it. Primetime unders, Raymaker Lou. Good to see you, sir. Uh Raymaker five one two in the chat. He said it's nine and two. Okay, two. Yeah. Steelers and Browns and Vikings Eagles are the only games that went over. Everything Oof. else is under. So, I mean, you can just blindly bet this. I think at this point you have enough data to go. There's something going on. And if the books are going to keep on hanging 45 and 46 numbers, I think it's, you know, that key number of 44, pay attention to it. 43, pay attention to it. But if it's over 43 or 44, I think betting under is fine. Yeah. 44, 45, 46, 47, somewhere in that range. I, I, I think it's right now that's the play, you know, just blindly until this trend stops. But I don't know. Do you feel like that the, the, the referees aren't calling as many flags this year? <laughs> it's certain teams, like certain teams. Yes. But it like feels we're not like seeing other teams, the 30 and 40 like yard penalties. Flags. Yeah. But, but like we're not seeing the 30 and 40 yard pass interference flags that we've seen as consistently because that really is what changed scoring is that we didn't know what pass interference was just chuck the ball up there and get a 50 yard penalty right and, and then you're in scoring range and so often teams were hunting for those flags and running routes that were going to create pass interference that would give the offense a chance to score right i don't see those flags i don't see them nearly as can i see illegal contact a lot which is a five yard penalty right and a first down but I don't see the chunk yardage, the hidden yardage through penalties. I don't see that this year as nearly as much as we have in years past. I'm good with that. 
Okay. I can't stand when they do like when they throw that back shoulder thing and they have the guy come back into the defender while he's playing defense and they just automatically throw a flag. Mm-hmm. But we've seen some non calls on some interference things. Ravens. There's no question. This. Yeah. Like there's no doubt it's interference and they're like not called, which is strange because it seems like everything's called up until then. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's a. You think it's a conscious effort? Like, well, the, the league always, always puts emphasis on certain things, right? So my gut tells me the league put an emphasis on illegal contact and a de-emphasis on pass interference because oh. we're seeing way more of illegal contact and holding, defensive holding, than we are pass interference calls. Mike Only three Stacks weeks. Is in the chat. He said, "Why don't they call false starts?" Oh God, Dude. that's a whole. Oh, what is what oh, is boy. up with that? He's right. Mike I mean, Stacks is right. They don't yeah. call it. Right. They're not. They're missing that big time. And how do you feel about the the tush pushes? They're calling it now. I mean, it works. It's, uh, it's not football you though. You're not allowed to do it. Like, how no, do you it's defend not football. that? I don't like the Reggie Bush push. It's I don't like rugby. It. it is rugby. It's not football. Right? I, I don't like it. It's not. I don't need it for safety reasons. I just think it's it's not real. It's like if five guys are pushing forward, it's easier to go forward than you go backwards. It's harder to hold somebody up than it is to push them forward when you have five people coming at you. Right. There's nobody. There's nobody pushing back on a defensive lineman perspective. There's not three or four guys behind Jalen Carter pushing Jalen Carter forward. Why not? That's the next iteration, right? The defense does. The I don't. Same that's thing. that legitimately is rugby then. That's the rugby scrum. Right. I don't like yes. that. I I don't. I think it should get rid of it. I don't think you should be able to push somebody over the end zone or over a first down marker. Should be if you're a quarterback. That Tom Brady was great at that. You just get down low, get your pads down, and scoot. <laughs> I don't like the fact you can push it. We'll ask the chat right here, guys. If you're watching the show wherever you're at, apparently we got people all over the world watching it right now. Yes or no on the tush push. Is that, are we going to adopt, is that the name? Yes, that's now the name of it, is the tush push. Gorov said right away, one star, get rid of the tush push. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Jack, tush push is dumb, but why doesn't every team just do it, which is also dumb? It's a good point. Why doesn't everybody do it? It works. They do. It works. Not everyone wants their quarterback that's in, that, I'm in the middle sure of that I'm sandwich. You know? certain guy doing that. Yeah. If you're brittle, I don't know if you want your guy. Like, no. I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't want Garoppolo too much, you know, in the middle of that. Guys who get hurt a lot, I would be careful with on this. Uh, one more football topic and then we'll get to baseball. Yes. So this is already out, Dave, and we talked about this before, but this is number one pick, number two pick. Caleb right. Williams, Minnesota Vikings. We're already talking about Caleb Williams and Drake May. Mm. We're already talking about the the heir apparent, the replacement for Kirk Cousins is already being projected. Right. And if Caleb stays in school, number one is going to be Drake May. He's going to go number one. He, he would go to Chicago. But what do you make of this if you're the Vikings? Does Drake May have another year of eligibility? He does. <laughs> he does. I, I doubt he I doubt he would stay, but he does. He's a why not? Oh I boy! Because it's different. Chapel Hill is different up? than LA. It's just, oh. it's, a, it's a, and it's different. I mean, Carolina's not US USC. I don't know. To Drake May, you take the you take the bag, but I don't know if you want to go to Chicago and take the bag. That's go to that that's dysfunctional right. nonsense. I don't know. That's a that's that's a 
legit. It was never really a choice before. Now it's a choice. You you don't have to go. You can stay and make money, I guess, or whatever. Um, should they trade him? Is it their favorite again this week? Why would you trade them? Because your year is over. Minnesota goes and beats Carolina. They're one and three. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Where? Detroit loses to Green Bay this week. They're one game back of the division. I don't know. I think I don't think it's time to start shipping. The yeah. Jets took Trevor Simeon <laughs> instead of calling about Kirk Cousins. There's just not there's just no logic to how these teams operate. I maybe said yes. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Viking fans are done with him. They're are done. they? Yeah, they're done with O'Connell. They're done with Kirk. They want a fresh start all the way around. I mean, <laughs> it's really interesting because all the talk here in Vegas is about firing Josh McDaniels, and all you're all you're hearing right in Minnesota is how about Kevin O'Connell. Is not the guy. This is, you know, you have a generational talent in Justin Jefferson. You've got to maximize the opportunity. D Stout 19, our resident farmer on the tractor, who we're going to get him. I got him. I, I'll get you a hat. I promise I got you a hat. We, we're going to work on a design. But he, he says, I'm done with cousins, period. Done. Trade See? cousins, please. My yes. health can't handle watching him every Sunday. Viking fans are done with you. Wow. Told you they don't like either one. They want them both gone. I mean, you look online, Viking fans have had it. Viking fans want to, if you're going to be just win 13 games last year together. Yeah. But it was the biggest fraudulent 13 and forever. That's maybe true. Everybody was like, I mean, and how many people were lining up to bet against them in the playoffs? They're like, get the Vikings to the postseason. I cannot wait to fade them. And look what happened. So Kirk Cousins, Cousins is a really no nice guy. Clause. Like what? He, ain't gonna he has a no trade clause. It says, yeah, Damn. yeah, he's a nice guy. You can walk in and say, hey, Kirk, we don't want you anymore. He'd go, okay. Oh, I guarantee it. He doesn't, he doesn't even reside. For I want to get traded to the Jets. I he think if I have a no trade clause, I'm just saying, you know what? I'm good. He doesn't even like have a full time residency in Minneapolis. He lives full time in Michigan still. His house for that quarterback show, he went and saw where he lives. Built a house in Michigan. Listen, if you had a no trade clause, you wouldn't get traded to New York Jets right now either. Oh, I would. Hell yeah, I would. Why? I can win. What? I can win. You kidding me? I can win. You can win in Minnesota last year and get the last contract of your life. Vikings defense is horrific. Jets defense is really good. Oh, you can win. You can win with the Jets. You can win a wild card spot with the Jets. You can win with the Jets. If I'm, if I'm a competitor, I'm saying, sit down, kid. They're growing Jets up. Play are the one and two. Yeah, that's great. To win a wild card spot, they are absolutely with a good quarterback. They are 100% live. With Zach Wilson, they are 100% dead. 100%. <laughs> so, like, you have, if I'm the Jets, I would have done everything. I would have said, hey, look it, you're on a la- you're on an expiring contract. We signed our quarterback for next year. We already know Aaron Rodgers. Next year, we'll play quarterback. But right now, we need a quarterback right now. So, what do you want, Minnesota? What's the asking price? 
And we haven't heard any of that. We haven't heard about phone calls or even knows. We haven't heard anything about that, that they would even consider shopping him. But your point is, well, if you trade him, what's that say to your fan base? It says the year is over. They got a bunch of home games left. <laughs> people may not show up. Oh, those Minnesota people come to do the skull chant and do all that other stuff, right? They're coming. They better go beat Carolina this week. I don't know if they're going to beat Carolina this week. Mm-mm. If they lose to Carolina, then the, the trade talks may pick up next week. Business may be, foe may be ringing. Might be time. Might they be win time. this week. See how Detroit Green Bay goes, you know, Thursday. They go, they lose. I think we're talking about it on Monday going, where's he going? He's going somewhere. I don't think, I mean, we haven't seen a major quarterback trade mid-season. When was the last time that happened? I can't think of one. Can't either. Where an actual starting quarterback got traded in the middle of the season. I don't remember one. If if there was, chat, tell us, because I don't know of one that had actually happened, but it would be a lot of fun if it did right, happen. Right, I'm right. here for it if they were to do it. Right. Even though I don't I don't want the Jets to be good. I would be curious just to watch the experiment. But uh I don't know. The, the race is on to me between Josh McDaniels, Kevin O'Connell, Brandon Staley. Who gets fired first? Chargers are going to beat the Raiders this week. Staley's fine. So then it's McDaniels. So then it's Josh McDaniels then. I can't say he's fine. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Bringing all these people in and stuff, but I'd be shocked, shocked if the Raiders go beat the Chargers. Why? Every year they play him tight every year. Is Jimmy G going to play? No. Who's the backup? Let's go, Aiden O'Connell. Kid That's looked a great. Thing. That kid looked great in the preseason. I know it's preseason in football, it's, but I was going to say you beat. I ain't starting Ryan Hoyer. Ryan Hoyer. I ain't playing Ryan <laughs> Hoyer. No way. Ryan Hoyer is the break the glass, right? Yeah, he's, he's just a guy that if, if everything is, if everything. he can run the offense. Like right, he can drive the car. He can't drive it anywhere, but he can drive it somewhere. Like he puts it on the road and keeps it driving. Aiden O'Connell might actually be able to do something. <laughs> I would sorry. love it. Let's go. Play the really? kid. Oh, yeah. I'd play the kid 100%. Garoppolo can't go. Play the kid. He's got an arm. Just look for Devontae Adams every time. Where's Devontae? Throw the ball to him every time. Devontae, Devontae, yeah, Devontae, Devontae. That'd be pretty easy. Yeah. I don't That's know. what I would do. But I mean, totals 47 and a half. Ugh. What's the it's, line right now? Under. Five and a half. Chargers? Yeah. At home. Yeah. That'll close at seven. There's only there's two places at six right now. Yeah, once once it gets announced that Garoppolo's not playing, he's not going to play, right? Like there's no he's in protocol. He's in the he's in the concussion protocol. He's not playing. No, he okay. got smacked. He got smacked really good. Yeah, I mean you're going to miss a week when you're in concussion protocol. It's so difficult. Like you have to go three days with 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 passing all the tests. So like you have to te- you have to be able to pass it on th- on the what I think it's on Wednesday. You have to be able to pass pass the test Wednesday, Thursday. No, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. So by Thursday, he's got two days left to be able to clear. He's in it's two, it's Tuesday. He's in the protocol. So <laughs> it's really hard to get out of the protocol Thursday, Friday. He has a test out of it on Wednesday, tomorrow, and then 
be clean for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then you can play. It's really hard. When you get a concussion, it's really hard not to miss a week. Made a couple really bad decisions on Sunday. Oh, I could my. see it. I was just like, man, I don't know. That interception, the second interception was insanity. Just like literally just throw it right it up. Just throw it. It just was like, I can't get sacked. But, he know. was seeing ghosts or he just was just like, I don't, I'm not getting hit right now. And I'm throwing the ball away. Chef Benny came in and sat in the chat, super chat, chargers in survivor. Want to use chargers in survivor this week? Whew. I'm not there yet. I got to think, but it it's a may division be. game. You roll it out. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Yep. Cross it out. Yep. Division game done. Nope. Not, not doing it. Cross it off. Division games are no are, are automatic, no place. Right. Line through for you. Yeah. yeah. Not not doing it. All right. To baseball. Arizona. What the heck was that? You got to win that game yesterday against the Yankees. Can't blow that. It was disgusting, that game. That's bad to blow that. Is there like 12 people at the ballpark? Did you see the highlights? See what they announced for the attendance? I did not. 41,000. There weren't 41,000 in the entire Bronx. What are they talking about? 41,000 what? Ticket sales. Seats in the building? No, ticket sales. I told you. It's what they do. It's why we, we, when we were having 41, the argument. 41,000. When we were having the argument about the A's, you said there was 3,500 people. I said, that's ticket sales. How many bodies were in the building? The Yankees announced an attendance of 41,000 people yesterday. So don't the tickets have to get scanned or ripped or whatever to count that? No. Nope. Wow. How did Nebraska keep their sellout streak going for all the years when they sucked under Bill Callahan and there were monster sections of empty seats, people not there? The tickets were sold. Holy crap. JC from KC said the Bengals traded Carson Palmer to the Raiders in 2011 midseason. Thinks that might have been the last like starting right. quarterback traded. Fair. Okay. So over a decade ago was the last time it happened. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. That was was kind of keeping an eye on that game with the rain and all this other stuff. And I was like, man, this would be one of those games. Like, they're going to blow. They're going to lose. And it might cost them a spot. Right. Like an in-between series, rain game, blah, 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 blah. So I just – I don't get it. I uh, – it's a – I said, man, it's going to be great. This is, it's Tuesday. We got six days of great baseball up, down, sideways, who's in, who's not, what game means something, what game doesn't, positions, trying to find a bet that gets us live for, you know, the other side of the bracket. I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be fun for me. All right. So let's, let's get into where we are here because – I'm actually really curious about watching these things and watching these games. So we have a lot of things to break down at the moment, but let's talk about the standings. Yep. We start playing the American League East today with the Orioles holding a two and a half game lead over the race. That's right. also for the number one seed in the American League. Yes. Three games in the loss column. Orioles and the race. Orioles have won two in a row. Rays lost on Sunday. The only other debate in race in the American League is the wild card spot. And it's the second and third wild card spots because whoever doesn't win the East will be in the postseason for having a wild card spot. So did you just punch Texas's ticket to win the American League West? 
because um, I still have to win. That's it. a fair point. Yeah. Okay. So I did. Little, I, I overlooked that. I still that, think that that's over. I think I, that, I do too, based on who they're playing. Texas yes. is gonna. They won six so. games in a row. They won. They won yesterday five to one. Yeah. Angels don't look even remotely interested in playing baseball. And I mean, I watched part of that game and I was like, man, I bet the over in this game, that was dumb team total for the Rangers was to play. Cause the angels are dead. They don't care. Did you see the interview with uh, Mike Trout? Yeah. <laughs> Very he, just, he just won't say the, he just won't say it out loud. He's so image conscious. He just won't say what he really thinks. Get me out of here. Or a little, that little devil on his yeah, shoulder is saying, just say it, Mike, just say it, Mike, just say it, Mike, say it, Mike, say it, Mike. And he just won't, he just won't say it. He just will. You know, the other devil's like, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. He listen, he's listening to the good devil. What's he uh, supposed to say? Get me out of here. I'm a hostage to my own stupidity. I signed a contract that I never should have signed. Still paying them. I was really, really hoping this team would actually do something. I thought when we had Shohei that things were going to be different. This team is run like something you see out of a movie, <laughs> a bad remake of Major League. Oh, man. Get me the hell out of here. Who are find, these guys? <laughs> find me somewhere to go that I can actually play baseball on a team that wants to attempt to win. These guys don't want to win anything. Another season wins under for the Angels. Another, another wasted season another for Mike year. Trout. Can I go down as the most buried, wasted, all-time great ever? Such a bummer. <laughs> he wouldn't even say it. He wouldn't even commit to the team for next year. He, he wouldn't even talk about where he wants to play next year. Just a bunch of word salad, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 word da. salad is such an outstanding use of two words put together to make one that describes exactly what that is. It's a, it's a, it's a perfect. Watch the clip. You're just like, that's yeah. word salad. Yep. He's mixing them around, this and that. He that's, ain't saying nothing. Nothing. Three-game lead and loss column for the Rangers over the Astros and yep. a uh, four-game lead over the Mariners right. in the loss column. So I'm not completely putting it out of reach, but I think it's they got a good shot to yeah, win the West. It's, they're like minus 800 to win the division. Yeah. So. Blue Jays, 69 losses. Yep. Astros, 71 losses. Seattle, 72 losses as we start play. One of those teams will not make the postseason. Two spots, three teams. Gossman start today. Big, big start for for them. They lost the Gossman start last time out. Toronto's in complete control of everything, right? Like they win. Oh, yeah. Two of three versus the Yankees. I think that'll be good enough. And then they only have to win one. I think three and three gets them in. So. I don't know. Odd man out right now. Seattle. They got to win today. I was texting our friend Joe Fan yesterday. Mm. Who's, you know, he's selling houses and doing other stuff now, but he's still dialed in. I see a tweet. I see it last night. And he's just like, you can feel the pain. You're supposed to win that game. Castillo's supposed to pitch good. All this other stuff. Verlander just shuts him down. He was, I mean, he was, <laughs> Verlander was amazing last night. He was, yeah. 
exactly why you got well, why you got him. That's why you went and got him. Like that was an A start, right? Yeah, That's go in that. a game we need. Here's the ball. Go nine. Yeah. Like just go dominate. Just go do everything we need you to do. Just go out there and be right. the best version of yourself. And he was he was tremendous. And then the National League wild card, Phillies are in. They haven't clinched, but they're in. Diamondback 74 losses, Cubs 74 losses, Marlins 75 losses, and the Reds 77 losses. Two and a half games separate the second to the Reds. Four teams, two spots. Cubs and D-backs start play today tied. Did they both make it? No. I mean, Green's pitching today against Giolito. I don't think that the Cubs the, play. I mean, my, my problem with the Cubs is today. that the Cubs are playing the Braves. And if the Braves are interested, they're dead. But I, I'm not sure the Braves are interested. Are I was going to say, I don't know, I don't I don't know, know if the they're Braves interested. Are interested. And so let's Steals go through the game. last start of yeah. the regular season, right? I mean, unless they need him to pitch Sunday, he could go Tuesday, Sunday if they need the game to win to get in. Yeah. So here's the thing. A lot of people have asked these questions about the Brewers 21 to one met 21 to one bet that I made a couple of weeks ago. Yes. Had a variety of questions from people. How do you still, do it? Why are you doing still it? Still having questions. Still, still channel. Yeah. And now I got, I got this question this morning, which is interesting. Oh, is there an American league version of this? Ooh, can you do it from an, from an American league perspective? This is the bracket as of today. Well, it's the twins or the it's the twins or the Astros, uh, you know, uh, whichever equivalent you think. But the Astros prices don't justify it like the correct Brewers prices. Like the Brewers were twenty one to one. They're nineteen to one or twenty to one today. Yeah. They got as high as thirty to one at BetMGM, and then that stopped because people started mm. to the the pros hammered that thing back down into shape because they were way off price, way off market. So most books are 19 or 20 to one here. So you can still do it. There's still a lot of value with that Brewers play because we're going to bet the Cubs in week in, in the first series. Right. And the Cubs are going to be plus 120, 130, 140, whatever it is. So we're going to bet that coming back in the first series to be either profitable or we move on to the Dodgers series, which we'll bet the Dodgers and so on. You think the Astros, the Astros price. So the twins are only the one on the only way to do it, but the Astros are going to be favored. I don't think you can do it the same way. Well, no, because then you would be taking plus with the twins. Astros the Cubs, twins. The Cubs depend- are dogs. The, the Cubs are dogs here. As a six seed, the Cubs are dogs. Right. The Astros are going to be favored against the twins. Yeah, the right. So the twins will be dogs. Right. That's- so you can't bet the twins to win the World Series because you're betting a, a, a 30 to 1 ticket. You can't bet the first round. There's no way of betting the other side. Unless you want to lay juice. Small. It'll be small the first round. You think? Yeah. Yeah. Defending on the champs up against the twins with home. I mean, really. Yeah, Hmm. it'll be close. It 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 won't be as as big as 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 you would think. Okay. My answer is no. There is not a there there is not a bet similar. It's why it's why I did what I did. Do you see one? Or you can take dogs against them the whole yeah. way. Not the whole way. I mean, you just need to get to the second round. You need to get past the first round, second round. You get to the NLCS and you're you're feeling great. But I think the Brewers could beat the Dodgers. That's the thought. I don't think the Twins can beat anyone. I mean, it's 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 
painfully obvious to me. It's the Rays. The Rays are the fourth choice. Okay. You got to go to wild card route. What's the Rays price today? What is it 10 to one to win the American League? Well, we're doing World Series is what, what I right. Uh, so it's I was probably doing. close to 15 or 20 to one. It's 11 to one. That's it. Yep. That's what I mean. It's just not, it's not the same. I mean, you could bet the, the Mariners, but they're not in the Blue Jays 17 to one. Right. Yes. Well, so, all right. So what's the price between the Rays and the Jays? Depending on a matchup, it's minus 120. So it's small. Small. Race small. So you could, you could hypothetically, you could do the same thing with the race with, with the Jays Correct. rather with the Jays, yeah. but they got to make Jays it. Plus money. <laughs> you got to make well, it right. <laughs> They're not, if they make it do those, those odds change Does it come down. Well, it, 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 if the Astros catch them and get that spot instead of the division, the Astros mm. go down there. Now you, you may actually have, I don't think the Astros at the race, I don't know if the Astros would be favored or not, but that's a pickup. So, I mean, the road in the American League is a lot different. There's there's no clear cut mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. disparity between mm-hmm. yeah, almost I everybody. I said no when they asked me. I said I'll talk about it on BVB, but I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't see right an equivalent bet to the Brewers bet that I made at 21 to one, just one from a value perspective. And two, just, I think the blue Jays now talking it out. I think the blue Jays could be a bet you can make at 17 to one, but they're not in yet. <laughs> so it's different. Like the Brewers won the division. Like you feel comfortable firing on that. Cause they're going to be in the bracket. They're there. The blue Jays are in the bracket today, but <laughs> they game losing streak. Yeah. Week, they're out. Right. So there's no guarantee. And they're only two games up on the Astros. Right. So the Mariners could be the team out, but the Astros could catch fire here down the stretch, win seven games in a row heading into the postseason, And all of a sudden they're sitting at that two wildcard spot. Right. And so the, <laughs> the whole bet is off the whole bet, the whole path, everything is off. So uh, my answer is no, there's not an American league equivalent to right. that Brewers bet that I, that I made with that. So uh, games tonight. Miami is a minus one twenty five favorite against the Mets. It's Garrett against Lucchese. Lucchese, how do you say the kid's name? Do we know? I say Lucchese. Okay. Who wins? <sighs> Here are your stats. Braxton Garrett. He has a two fifty two ERA on the road. He's six and two with an opposing batting average on the road of two twenty seven. Lucchese lost this matchup. Garrett against him last week. It was a 4-3 win for the Marlins. If you remember, they tied the game in the ninth, and then the Jays, and then the Marlins won the game in the bottom of the ninth, 4-3. Uh, five and two-thirds in that game, two earned runs. Braxton Garrett went uh, went six innings, no earned runs in that start. He's 3-1 and one over the last four starts for the Marlins. Uh, I'll give you the totals for this game. I bet the under in this game, so I'll give it to you now, I guess. Okay. 41, 33, and one to the under on the road for the Marlins. They have the fourth fewest road runs scored per game this year. 45, 26, and four to the under at home for uh, the Mets. They have the 20th for runs scored at home in Major League Baseball. So I like first five Marlins and mine's 124. 
I like Marlins for the game at minus 126. Those prices were last night. Okay. But I bet the under. I just took the eight. I don't know. First thought is... uh, First thought is Florida. Mm -hmm. I agree. I hate the total. I don't know. Why? (laughs) Why do you hate the total? I just... It's the, the numbers right. It's nah, seven, seven, seven and a half right? or eight. It's seven and a half now. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's I've been under. Right I, I, took, I took the eight. Under. Yep. Yeah. I feel better about under eight, but I mean, it's going to fall right one or two run. I mean, it's right there. I feel strongly about this at all. Could and be a two, one, three, one game though. Well, it could. That'd be the great. Marlins are, the Marlins are playing further. I mean, this is what they're going to do. They're going to. They're going to pitch and play defense. They don't have the offense really to contend. I don't know. The only right. way this goes over, I think, is if the, if the Mets just don't give a flip and the Mets get run out six, you know, you know six, yeah, seven runs. Yeah. So then that's possible. It's, it's, it's very possible that that could wind up happening. Uh, Chicago is at Atlanta. Braves are minus 135 favorites here in this one. Steel against Elder. Total was nine. Now it's nine and a half. Yep. The numbers are Atlanta scores five. 5.8 runs per game at home. Chicago is 4.8 runs on the road per game. Steele has given up 12 runs in his last nine innings worth of work. The finals of those games were 13, seven and six to four. Elder is really good at home. He's seven and one at home, 3.26 ERA. Uh, but his last three starts have been six, five, nine, six, eight, two. You went out there in a brace game. No, I've been over nine. In Atlanta, I mean, like, I bet, I bet over nine. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like the Cubs really have to win this game. Right? The Braves don't have to do anything except show up the rest of the way. I think they and do, do they want to win 101, 102? Right. Like, what, but what do they want to win? win? one and it clinches the home field, right? Sounds right. I mean, I think it's one, maybe two. Uh, let's see. The Braves are Steel has been bad. Cheshire cat is in the chat. Cheshire cat in the chat. I'd only bet the Braves. Yeah. Wow. It's tough. Steel has once, I think once steel realized he wasn't going to win the Cy Young, the wheels came off. Well, listen, man, it's he's tired. I was going to say that stuff catches up quick. And then, you know, the pressure, I don't think he's got more than three runs of run support in a month. Like that, there's just not, they're not. Uh, yeah, runs. I mean, he has, but he's given up too many. The last two starts were 13, seven, and six to four. So yeah, they he, got to the bullpen after yeah, he left. I, tattooed. You know, I don't know. Him. I mean, he gave up nine runs in nine, in, in 12 runs in nine innings, six runs the last two starts he's given up. Mm. Hasn't been, it has not been pretty. For for Justin Steele, those guys in the chat. I see, see Floodhouse is in there too. Bet the yes in the first inning in this game. I like the yes. How about Yerfie, that? I don't mind. I don't mind a Yerfie on this game. Yeah, sure. Braves in the first three over team total has been just a consistent play. Over two so and a half. Cool bet on like on Bet Rivers that I I look at for the Pirate stuff. Yep. Team to get the lead and win the game is a bet. Um, you can take the run and a half plus or minus with each team and the game over. If you get the lead, can you relinquish the lead and then come back and win it? I think so. Okay. 
I think once you get the lead, that part of the bet wins. So first team to score and win. Each team is an option. Okay. So you got to score first and you got to win the game, which is kind of, there's so many unique bets. I started to go through the menu because it's the last week. Right. It's the last week of the season for the pirate stuff. So I was trying to just do something fun and look at all this other stuff. And I was like, I started looking at the menu and I was like, God, it's a rabbit hole. I don't need to go down right now. Focus. Stay focused. Arizona, after losing yesterday to the Yankees, they're at the White Sox. They're minus 150 (laughs) favorites here. Davies against Arena. (laughs) I mean, right? I mean, (laughs) can you imagine they lose this game? Davies loses? No. No. I can't. I mean, they got to. This is how the season ends for them. If they go to Chicago, lose two games to the White Sox. So annoying. I mean, as a fan of baseball, I've been there before. My team has done that where you go into a series and you're like, this team's dead. They don't need to play for anything. We should should be winning. And then you lose and it's like, man, you had a shot to get in the playoffs. They're such a young baseball team. I don't know. They might be tired. I mean, the Diamondbacks the Diamondbacks? Might be tired. Yeah, they might be tired. It's a lot of baseball. Young team. Come on. They can't. Inexperienced young team. They better win that game. <laughs> they better win that game. Is anybody watching that one? Nobody's watching that game. Right? Diamondbacks, uh, White Sox? No, no one's watching that game. They are the only team, I guess the Marlins are too, and the Reds too, I guess. But they only they, their run differential now is only 18. They're only minus 18 now. So oh they play really well down the stretch. They're almost back to even for runs allowed and runs scored. 39 and 39 on the road. The White Sox are 30 and 45 at home. Come on, Arizona. Like, come on. Come on, Arizona. The Reds are small dogs. Mark at- Nix just said in the chat, I have not seen this. And thank you. This is why I love the chat so much. This is what we do. We interact with the people. Okay. He just came in and said, Dave, have you seen the White Sox tickets? The box seats are literally a dollar. A do- you could go to the game tonight for a dollar to go watch the Diamondbacks and the White Sox in Chicago tonight. Oh, no. A dollar? Wow, that's embarrassing. I I wish I was in Chicago. That'd be right. a hell of a night out. I was going to watch kids, everybody. Let's go. $4 to go to a game. Can you imagine? Four tickets, Box $4. Box seats. Let's Man, go. They're just, they're banking on making money off parking and concessions. Just need bodies in the ballpark. <laughs> What's the lowest you ever paid for a ticket to anything sporting event? What? Like, prof- like, like major or minor? I've been in major league state. I mean, I've been in minor league state. I've been minor league for 50 cents. You actually gave somebody 50 cents for it. No, they, they, it was a special where basically it was, it was uh, 10 tickets for $5 and what? they, and, and, and then they gave you, um, was this in Huntsville? Where were you? Uh, this was in Huntsville, I believe. Yeah. I believe it was, it was like, it was a, where was I promotion? No, I think it might've been in Virginia. Oh, it was like minor, minor, minor league baseball, <laughs> single season, short season, single A. And Ten tickets for five bucks. But then, because they made money on parking, they made made money on everything else. It seems to get they didn't care about the ticket prices because a hot dog was four dollars, parking right. was ten. Oh, like they no. made they made all their money <laughs> just getting a human being into the ballpark. If you're 
This is great. Now the chat's running with this. I'll ask everybody that's watching the show, watching it live. If you could get in for a dollar and you were close by, would yeah. you go to the game tonight in Chicago? Because there's guys going, I'm not even going if it's only a dollar. I'm not going. Well, think about it though. Okay. Okay. So tickets are a dollar, right? Yeah. Parking is 30. A beer that is sucks. not a beer is nine. Least a dog is eight. <laughs> so I mean, like, it sounds great and all, but like, you're still out. You're still going to drop a C note. You're still going to, it's still going to be a hundred dollars a person. That's the hook on major league baseball. That's the hook on all pro sports right now. Ticket prices are outrageous, but it's everything else that you get hit with. It makes it impossible. Would you guys go? There's a hell yeah from Iran. Sean, Chef Benny says, I only sit in a box. Chef Benny's becoming a little bougie. I'm surprised by Chef B. He's only sitting in the box. I sat in a box, so it's pretty nice. I sat at the box of the Legion. JC from KC, absolutely. Linus, Linus said yes. <laughs> Kevin Whitrock said, I'm not going to the south side of Chicago for a dollar for a ticket. Not doing it. That's the other problem. <laughs> where, where the ballpark is located. It's <laughs> the other big, big problem that's there. Yeah. You should ask our guy Z. Z wouldn't go. Z, Z would not go. I don't think he would go. I don't know. We got some Chicago people. Mm. They, they're the ones that say, no, me neither. Cheshire cat, no way. Man, oh, man. Can you take a subway to the ballpark? In- the L. The L. They call that the L, the elevated train. The L. Yes. You, you, so then that takes down at least the parking cost. Absolutely. Well, I mean, I did when I went the last, it was 1992, it was a long time ago, but I went to that ballpark. We brought our bags right from the hotel. They checked our bags at the ballpark. Wow. Because we said we were flying home right from the game. So they did it. It was great. Gave the guy uh, a tip, checked our bags, watched the game, got our bags, took the L right to the airport. It was great. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Josie Myers said, I'm in the army and I wouldn't go. <laughs> Just <laughs> phenomenal. All right, so Houston wins the game yesterday. Verlander was tremendous, like we mentioned. Yes. Astros Seattle game two today. Mariners favored. Yes. Who do you like? coming down though? Like this is one of those ones I see overnight, like and you've seen overnight yeah. prices now, and you're starting to think about the numbers and different things like that. You know, that ain't right. TBS but- is the Kirby Javier, it's minus one twenty right now. Minus one twenty-two is as high as minus one thirty in two two places, but all the thirties are gone. So Javier know. is five and two with a three point seven one ERA at home. Two thirty-seven opposing batting average, twenty-eight earned runs given up in sixty-eight innings worth of work. I don't know if I'd fade Javier. He's won his last one, two, three, three home games. Yeah, I want Houston. I got Houston yesterday plus money. You're going to give me Houston again plus money. The Mariners have lost, I think, four in a row at home. Mm. Things are going bad, bad for them. They, they, if you're going to get Houston, usually it's against Javier. But what did you say? He just won his last three starts? Four at starts. home, yeah. Forget it. Last three home starts. He beat the Orioles 2-1. to one. He beat the Padres 7-5. Beat the Red Sox 9-4. to four. Uh, Then lost at home to Tampa 4-3. to three. But then the home start before that beat the Mets 10 to eight. This is beat, Javier you're talking about. Yep. Beat the Angels nine to six. 
seven three against the against the Cubs. I mean, him at home has been a pretty good bet. Right. So well, yeah, but it's in Seattle. So it's, they're not. Oh, home. sorry. Okay. So on the road. So sorry. I'll flip that around. So on the road, oh, they were home. No. Okay. No, Houston's at Seattle. Uh, he, that's a little different. He's, he's got a 5.4 ERA on the, on the, snap your fingers. Mike, click one, two, three. Get that. Nope. Come back. Come back, Jack. And there we go. Okay. There you go. Now you're uh, Javier has a five point. His, his ERA is high. It's over five on the road. He lost his last road start to Kansas city. Beat the Red Sox, though, 13-5. Beat the Marlins, 6-5. Beat the Orioles, 8-2. So he's not horrible. Right. P- pretty much the same thing. He's 9-4 and four in the year with a 4.64. Uh, at home. I've for read Mr. Mariners, Steve's in the chat. He said Javier is definitely a fade. And then he just asked, Dave, have you lost faith in the Mariners? I have. I, I, I'm sad about the Mariners. I wanted to see them in. Kirby at I, home has been pretty good. Six and four, three point one ERA. They can't hit. So can't hit. Look at the Mariners' last like six. He's games. lost. He has lost one, two, three, four, five of his last seven starts. It's not good. He beat the A's last time out. Everybody against the, the against the Dodgers at home. He gave up four earned and lost. Um, lost one nothing against the Orioles at home. Nine good. innings, no earned runs, and got the loss. Pitch that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> that's no. Oh, that's no fun. I like, yeah. I don't know. I said Houston was going to win the division. They're not going to win the division. The Rangers are going to win the division, but I think Houston wins this series oh, and keeps Seattle good. out. I, I think they keep Seattle out. Yeah, I'm bummed about Seattle. I mean, Seattle got to play Texas next yeah speaking they got they got to win these two games against they got to win a game or two against Houston and just keep that dream alive Texas minus 165 today please do you want angels no seems Who low. Wants angels that's one of them games like as the game approaches it's 638 Pacific 938 Eastern you work the mid shift you go in at 10 you sit there all day the guys go to lunch, the morning guys. You're like, is the game on? I don't have no bets on that game. The only bets I have is parlays on Texas. Then they leave, 4 o'clock start, and you sit there, and it goes, but 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 You don't have no bets on the Angels. Just sit there, and the guy calls in, what do we need in the night game? What do you think we need? We need the Angels every single night. You, no one's betting the Angels today. Nobody. Hmm. Would you bet run line on the Rangers instead of laying 150? It's 164 at it's FanDuel. One, it's not it's minus 54. It's minus, one, it's minus 108 Ooh. on the run line at FanDuel. Laying that run and a half and laying juice. I agreed. Not a fan of that. I feel the same way. I agree. You know, that's just that. Those are those like, then I, then when they win by one, I really feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like uh, I've been there many times this year. Yes. <laughs> yeah. As, as baseball has gone, run line bets and me have not been friends. It's been an okay bet for me. Not a great bet for me right. this year. Preferred to bet totals this year. Uh, my record on major league baseball. I am 120 and 11. Sorry. 111. I'm 120 and 111. Okay. Up, up 0. 0.4. 
I am actually making money in Major League Baseball at the moment. <laughs> Not even a full unit. <laughs> that is a hell of a grind there, son. You're really putting in the time. But you're not losing. Almost 250 wagers. <laughs> Boy, that, makes it, that makes it four. worth it, don't it? Like, oh, my <laughs> God. When you so start bad. to look at it like that, you're like, what am I doing? I'm getting no. I'm getting wait, 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 wait. Full disclosure. I'm getting paid to do it. So like, this is like that's fine. I wouldn't be doing this otherwise. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Making that many wagers and not making any money on it is not smart. But I'm getting, you know, I'm obviously compensated to to do the juice, so I can go ahead and 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 do that. But it's just funny when you look at that number, and you're like, I'm going to end the year somewhere in the neighborhood of 250 bets. I've hit 51.95 percent. (laughs) <laughs> which in a money line sport is tough to actually make money. It's impossible. You got to be a little, you got to be Wait, better. 54, 55. You got to be 55. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you got to be way, way better than what I, what I, or you got to catch the breaks on the run lines when you're getting the pluses. Yeah. Right. You know, you got, you got, it's like the, it's like when you play 21, you got to hit the doubles. You could, you could, you know, keep making money. Speaking of 21, this is uh Bear Mauling's second to last graveyard shift is in the books. He's going to be off the graveyard shift. That's a big deal. It is. For those of you that have worked at graveyard shift when you don't have to work that thing anymore, life changes. It's a nice thing. You have a life. Congratulations. Man. You have you have a life. Why is this number so low between the Rays and the Red Sox? What's going on with this? Oh, you tell me. I have no, I, I don't know. Red Sox I are dead. Eflin. Rays need this game. I, I did. I didn't bet it because I was going to bet it last night. I was like, "What am I not seeing?" I was like, "I need to talk to Dave before I bet this because I don't understand this." I don't understand this either. I saw this. Why? I thought this was just the, the 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 gift last night. Like I was like, "Wow, they just missed it." Like, or they think Hawks going to shut them down? Maybe is but somebody- Eflin is really good, and the Rays need the game. Yeah. So I don't you don't know. you don't get it either. Okay. No, I'll let me see. Hold on, I'll check. I was yeah. just confused beyond confused. I just, it didn't make a lick of sense to me as to what this number is. I was like, why is this number so low? Let's see. I'll check. I get this thing. Afflin on the road this year is he's four and four. He's eleven and four at home, but he's four and four with a three point six five ERA. He pitched against Baltimore on the road. They won seven to one. They've won his last five starts and they've won six of his last seven starts. The Rays have with, with F1 on the mound. <sighs> the race priority at this point may be health over wins. Randy Rosarena, right quad, missed most of the weekend in Toronto. And Yandy Diaz as a right hamstring was pulled from Sunday's loss. Uh, the Rays are postseason bound, but their chances for AL East title look bleak. Mm, agreed. Uh, he's oh, they moved Eflin up. He's pitching Tuesday instead of Wednesday because Aaron Savali is dealing with an illness. Okay. Ay ay ay. Tampa's won nine of eleven this season versus Baltimore. No, Boston. The Sox are finishing on a sour note. They have a seven and nineteen record dating back to August twenty seventh. I, the numbers wrong. I did bet the. I, this is a race play. Yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure I I, I saw it I right before, before I bet it. I don't get it at all. The number makes as a Red Sox fan, they're dead. They're they're, they're like done. 
FanDuel minus 126 right now. Other books minus 125 right now. Money line. Like you can get you can get kind of crazy and go run line if you want, but you don't even have to. That's plus 130. Well, I mean, they send that injury report like this, this guys may not play. I mean, if Noah Rosarena, I like there may be behind closed doors the, the race. I think they're gonna try to play and hope Baltimore loses. For now, maybe I mean, and, like another until, game or two. I mean, this is it's three. So you play it till right. they you play it until you're dead. Right. They're not dead yet. They're still alive. I mean, the, the Orioles have a magic number of three. You can still, if you win and they win, okay, it takes them three more wins for the Orioles, but you don't want to hand it to them. You want to go play hard until they win the East. Be something if Baltimore lost today to Washington as a two dollar forty cent favorite. What does he got? Two forty five. Minus my two forty five. That's two forty five. Two fifty. Two forty. Two fifty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, Baltimore's going to be the number one seed, huh? Yep. Can you imagine Kevin smiling from ear to ear? You got to win it with it, though. Getting it's great. Got to win with it. That's it's a hell of an accomplishment. For and, and it's yeah. exciting for a team that listen they ain't been good in a long time. Playoffs in twenty last seed. playoffs was twenty fifteen, right? Last time they were in. So jealous. So. Been a while for them to be in. So them getting in as the one seed home field advantage. Five game minimum series, the first series, too. You don't got to sweat that. Like, man, we won 96 games and we got to play this damn three game series. Right. Lose. Right. Like you played a five game series, you set everything up. Oh, Baltimore. By the way, they are uh, at Caesars William Hill. I checked last night. I'll mm-hmm. check again today. The Baltimore scenarios are the favorites. Baltimore over Braves and Baltimore over Dodgers, the lowest odds of all the scenarios. They jump the Braves. And it's only because they know they're they're in. Like they know they're the one seed. Wait. If the Orioles play the, price, the Braves. The, Orioles, the price on the Orioles to beat the Braves. As is the odds night, on favorite. Was twelve to one. Flip it. It was sixteen to one. I couldn't believe it. The Braves scenarios. That's a mistake. Have been the favorite. That's a mistake for a month. That's a mistake. I'm. I saw it. Last That's a mistake. Night. There's absolutely no. There's no. Passed out. There's an absolute one hundred percent mistake that the Orioles are favored over there are two scenarios Atlanta. over the Braves and the Dodgers were the number one choices. I couldn't believe it. I was so tired, and I was like, "I talk so to you play, every damn so day." So play that, pl- play that out. Sleep. Yeah, but play that out. I told my wife, "I'm like, I'm not calling him, but that's a mistake." <laughs> I was like, "I was going to call." That him. has like, to be. Pick you up. We got to take a ride. Right. That yeah. has to be because of the 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 red number they have on the Orioles' futures. Right. <sighs> I'm looking at it right now. There it is. Whoa. Somebody's having fun this morning. Orioles Braves is the favorite. That's Orioles to beat the Braves. This is Caesars William Hill. Yeah. 12 Could be available in where, where you guys are anywhere, located. Anywhere you're at. Yeah, this yeah. is all over the country. The next one is Rangers over the Braves. Is 14 to 1. Then it's the Braves over the Orioles. 
at 15 to one. Then it's the Rays over the Braves at 16. Are we saying the American League's the favorite now? Wow. What book, any book have a National League over American League bet? Yeah. Hold on. I'm getting plus money on the National League. I'm betting that today. Championship winning league in the same book. National League's minus 130. <laughs> and the American League's plus 110. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing it right now. What I'm looking doing? at the numbers. What, what are we doing? I don't what know. Is this? Taking bets. Taking They're bets. Playing around with the numbers. Is anybody paying attention to this? They might be. How is yeah. this is like having a total that doesn't add up to the right total? This doesn't make any sense. Listen, it's their prices. They can do whatever they of want. Of course they can, but it's not logical if you can't say to a bookmaker, hey, by the way, your Braves number doesn't equate to the actual numbers you have on a head-to-head. We need we need a bet on that. That's what they, maybe they need okay. a bet on that Braves. So that, that's, that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. they must have a monster red number on the Rangers and the Orioles, and they must somebody, want no, somebody no came more. Somebody said, give me the Rangers over to Braves. Yeah, and they want no they more. They just said, yeah, we're good right now on that. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's the only what, way that makes any sense to me. Because those are the, the Braves, ones I was looking at buying. I was I was looking at buying those the the, the ones over the Braves just to see, because I thought, all right, we'll see who can get there. But that's crazy. That's that they're the American League ones are are the uh-uh. favorite. No way. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. I mean, if you, I mean, how can you not love the Braves? I mean, look at the Braves lineup. Look what they've done. Look at their pitching staff. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, you ever Bra- see that? That that fat Joe um, meme or gif or whatever with the voice where he says the price today, yeah. the price yesterday is not the price, the price today. today. Yeah, well, that's the, that's what's going to be on these futures for the next week. The price yesterday is not the price today. I don't know. The Dodger prices are absurd. They went all the way down there in the twenties. That's Dodgers fine. I, over I agree, everybody. I agree with that. Are you pushing them out? Yeah. Wow. They don't have okay. the pitching. They're not they're not getting Still past the Braves. Buy. They're not getting past the Braves. Okay. I and I think the Brewers can beat them. But your Brewers prices, you got to scroll way down. <laughs> you could buy some Brewers scenarios. I can't even find them. The first one is Brewers over the Orioles, 75 to 1. Love it. 75. That's the lowest. Man, oh man, gonna have to call Mish and all the Brewers fans. I don't know. Look, pitching them, is pitching. Get them to the NLCS with those tickets. Woo hoo! What is pitching the O's is over the Brewers? Let's see. Orioles over the Brewers. Orioles over the Phillies is fifty-five. And big business. Oh, I'm unfreezing. My friend, big business, just said Rangers over the Braves. I know a guy. <laughs> Rangers <laughs> over to Braves. I know a guy. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that all plays out. But all right, that's interesting. That's a that's a whole thing to watch over the next couple of days. Keep that handy. We'll check in on that every day this week to see what right. the prices are. See if anybody wakes up and realizes what the hell is this price. It makes Orioles no over the Brewers is 75 to 1 as well. Yeah, that would, well, that would make sense, right? Both sides? Yeah, both 75. Yeah, I don't mind that. What is what is um Atlanta over the Rays? 
Atlanta Braves over Rays. Braves. You know, that's the hard part about this thing. You just got to search. There's no numbers. Uh, there's no organization. There's no right. nothing. Braves over Twins is 40 to 1. Come so on, I would think it's got to be lower than that, right? We got to yeah. go up. 20 to 1. Braves over Rays is 18 today. Okay. And that's Braves my most likely. Astros is 20. That's my most likely World Series right now. Braves Rays? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the Rays, I think the Rays out of the bend. four spot, the Rays are going to get. I think their pitching is okay. Their, their bullpen and their pitching and their, they did not fall apart the way I thought they were going to fall apart in, right. the wake of the, in the wake of the Wander Franco situation. They haven't missed a beat. Right. And I question the Astros bullpen. I question the Rangers bullpen. I question the Orioles bullpen. Like I, I, I feel like these are going to be collapses by some really good teams and the Rays can just score four runs and win baseball games. Mm. That's how I feel about the Brewers too. Same situation. It just comes down to the starting pitching and the bullpens for these teams. I, I, I like the Braves pitching. I don't like the Dodgers pitching. Right. I'm not, I'm not jumping up and down about really anybody else in the national league pitching wise. It makes me go like, look out Phillies have experience, but that bullpen is nothing to be excited about. Right. So I don't know. Mm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. So we'll do a lot of baseball this week, guys. We'll be watching through. All right. Big announcement in the sports betting world. A thing called bet vision was launched. This is uh, what we've known for a long time. Uh, What what was going to happen? You know, this is, this is a, um, streaming platform that's going to be embedded on your sports book. There are three books that have decided to take advantage of this that have rolled it out in, in, in year number one. Yes. You're going to watch and bet this genius sports. The NFL's official data distributor unveiled this this morning mm-hmm. where it is a low latency video feed of some regional game broadcasts, which will include pop-up graphics and advanced stats such as catch probability integrated betting odds and on-screen wagering offerings during breaks as written by our friend David Perno of ESPN.com. Yes. Customers will be able to place their bets on the same screen while watching the game, a first for American sports books. Now we've seen too busy. Did you watch the demo? I did. It's not for me. There's a lot going on on the screen. It's not for me though. It's It's not too busy. You don't like watching things on your phone though. I don't like watching things on my phone, let alone trying to bet on the same things while I'm watching on my phone, trying to bet on the same thing. If you watch, if you watch on a tablet, if you watch NFL football on a tablet, which I've done, you will love this. You think you'll be all, you'll be all over this. Yeah. You'll be all over this. I mean, it's just, I don't think today's gambler will use this. Nope. I think tomorrow's gambler will. I think the kids bet on it. I think kids right now who are 15 to 21 who are going to be coming of age in the next decade, they will use something like this and they will be all in on it because they're accustomed to it. I watch it with my kids at UNLV and I I'm I'm blown away by I still can't believe it. I asked them what piece of content you consume every single day. And I have 13 kids, one person had an answer. 
I said, what do you mean? They go, well, everything we see is curated towards the algorithm. Like they give us what they know what we like and they just give it to us. I don't need to watch the same thing every day. I get the same topic every day from multiple different sources. Yeah, I, it's it, it, that that blows my mind. Does my mind too? I mean, like they don't have a show, they don't have a station, they don't have a channel, they don't have a talent, they don't have any of that. They just have constant algorithm-driven content that's given to them. So for this, it won't be too busy. They'll just be accustomed to it. They'll be like, okay, I'm watching Bet Rivers. Here's the stream of the NFL game I want to watch, and I'm going to bet the Eagle game while I'm watching on Bet Rivers. Raider Nation uh, came in and just said, we've been able to watch the game on British betting apps for ages. Ages. Correct. This is a first for us. You're absolutely right. This is very, very normal for British people. So so let's ask you that question. Do you do it? Have you ever done it? He said the graphics aren't great. Well, Bad Vision supposedly is is an upgraded version of it. So Right. Um, Minimum bets a dollar. Oh, okay. That's... That's a huge hook. Mm-hmm. That's a huge hook. People will try it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. They might stay. They might use it. Serious gamblers, this isn't for them. But no. that's okay. Like we've talked about that. The market yeah. may not be for you. Like consumption right. of content, you and I talk about it off the air all the time. Even like with Jess, we're not the audience. That, that That's fine. I don't know. This thing is great for the operator. This is Awesome. If this works, it's great for the operator. The latency thing, it says in the in the you know in the material. Yeah, but you can be low. This is what pisses me off. This is why I got mad when I I read the press release because I can call anything low latency, meaning the product that I deliver to you, that is a fast. I'm not slowing down the feed by putting this on the game. Is what that's saying. But if your internet is not fast, don't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the hell Bet Vision is. Bet Vision is not the problem. Your problem is your cable op, your cable modem, and your, you know, your over the air, whatever you're doing. Because I guess this is the new thing now where you have cell phone companies who are delivering over the air internet, and people are saying it's really slow. And it's when it's busy, it's extremely slow because they pull from different places. So if you're in a high traffic area for cell phones and your internet is coming through a T-Mobile tower, good luck. You're really slow. So that's a big, I mean, I don't care whatever you call it being low latency. It's what does the customer have? How can they handle it? What, what, what are they seeing? How far behind are they? Because I can tell you right now, YouTube TV is a... I, I, it's not even like I, I, I'm watching on my application and it's really bad, like three or four plays behind. Oh, it's really, really behind. Yeah. It's really far behind. And Amazon is even worse. Amazon is super far behind. So I'm watching the game. I'm watching on my app and I'm knowing I, I know it's like three, four plays ahead. It's like, I know exactly what's, you know, end of half end of game situations. Like when you're, if you're watching, Sunday ticket this weekend, do it yourself, pull up the DraftKings app and watch what dra- how far ahead DraftKings is than what's on the screen. No, I like it. I, I, I like it. Cause I, I like knowing ahead of time. I'm, I'm not one for drama. I want to know exactly what the hell's happening. I know. But if you're trying, if you're actually watching the game with intentions to the see bet? something. Oh, forget it. Yeah. You, you got to wait till breaks commercial breaks only. 
or you're just watching to confirm what you already bet. You're oh, not watching fair. to bet. Like I like, I can't not watch the app. If I'm watching a game or even think about making a play, mm-hmm. I can't not watch the app. All I did was watch screens for the last two years. It, right. I never had the fastest feed in the book. So I had to learn how to watch it off the screen from other apps so I could adjust when I needed to. But I was watching the game, too, to try to adjust my own opinion into the game as well. So it was very difficult. I like watching a game without anything on it and closing the app. It's still watching the game is important. I think this puts it all together and mashes it all up. Like it's going to be for people that don't like betting. They'll never use this ever. Agreed. Agreed. This isn't going to cause someone to go, oh, I can do this now. Oh, I'm going to try it and bet. They're going to be yeah. like, wait, this is too much. He makes, this. It's it's way too much. Yeah. He makes a good point. Uh, he says, you have opportunities to live bet NFL because of the slight break between plays, but NBA season, good luck. Oh, the NBA, the, the basketball is the hardest sport. It it's doesn't translate yeah. to in-game to betting, betting as far yeah. as like opportunities. Football is the perfect opportunity as well as baseball is great. Golf, I mean, well, the golf is the best. I mean, you were talking about starting. Golf, the shots are too, you don't have enough information. What do you mean? Like, you don't when you're if unless you're you're at the golf tournament, you can see it. You don't see it on the TV. They don't show the guy walking to the hole. They show him when he's standing over the ball. Right, but the shot itself, it's you know what he's done in the previous days to bet birdie bogey eagle on the hole, going into the hole. You yeah, have but a, you don't the wall between holes. Usually you usually see the lie or nothing until till like no, no, you did pre thirty seconds before yeah, he's gonna but, hit the ball. Correct. Off a tee off though. I mean, shot by shot, I think it's ridiculous. I agree with you on that. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But like if I'm going to bet in between holes, golf gives you a quite a bit of a time between first and second holes to bet. Is he going to birdie the second? Oh, the hole. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shot the, to shot. Yeah. I, I think shot by shot betting on golf is ridiculous. I think shot by shot pitching on baseball is ridiculous. Snap by snap football is ridiculous. I, I think all of those things that they're trying to create betting markets I- on Mondays and Thursdays now on Sports Grid with mm-hmm. me and Ranieri, they gave us these. I think it's simple bet is yeah. behind them, but yeah. they want us to do the drive uh, bets. Oh, what, availability. Does what does it end and, in? And Jack Jack had to create these graphics and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, you got to, you know, you got to do these. And I'm like, we got 30 seconds to decide. They're coming out of commercial. We're coming on. All right, what's the first drive going to end in? Uh, the price, this, that. Like, I know how to price them. Right. But how do you bet them? It's so it, – there's too – is it too much? No, but it just it, – like anything else, the public will tell you whether or not they want it. You can offer whatever you want. doesn't mean the public's going to bite on it. All right. Well, I, think I can offer I can offer a million different shirts and hats and sneakers okay. and all right. If people don't like it, people don't like it. Like that's fine. People right. need to buy it in order, in order for the, you put whatever product you want out there. Right. It's just if if the public just doesn't like it, like the same way when I was in CG betting pitch by pitch with the little remote control thing yeah. you guys had that at CG. 
that handheld tablet thing. That thing back yeah. before we knew what an iPad was, you guys had that thing out there where you could go ahead and bet how much money, how much money you wanted to bet. And was it pitch or was it strike? Whatever, single, double, triple, whatever you thought was going to happen. Right. That died. Nobody liked it. <laughs> people, people didn't like it. It was too fast. Yeah. It was people couldn't get their bets in. That was baseball. I'm like, we were in the back trying to put the lines up. Like this computer was spitting out numbers that were just absurd. We we're like, what is this? You can't use that. Try to do it. And we had a couple guys come in. You, you've met a couple of them. Mm-hmm. It destroyed us, giving them nickels. And guys in the back, one guy from England was like, yeah, we we can't use these numbers. Oh, okay. Well, how are we going to do it? We better figure it out. It was crazy. I was still out front at the time, and I was watching the frustration level go up and up and up. But you had to give us your ID and hold that that iPad thing or whatever that tablet was. It was like – I didn't know what I was doing. It's in 2008. I know yeah, what was, I was doing. I was, I was, I think I lost like $85 that day trying to do that thing. I was, I was like, this sucks. I was like, I don't like doing this at all. It was really hard. Happened when they gave that to me and said, you, they put a hundred thousand in the account and said, bet just, just, we want to just see what you do. Right. I'm like, there's no limit. They're like, no, I think I made 87 bets in a basketball game. Damn. I created a middle and did all the things that I normally, you know, like, how'd you learn how to do that? What were you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get both sides. And they're like, oh, you could do that? Like, <laughs> you didn't know that? Like, uh-oh, you don't know what that? What did you that's- think these guys are going to do on the other side? And that's just, everything changed. Um, this is just a little PSA warning for all of our friends out there. Just let you guys know what is what is going on. This is real. This is real, okay? And oh. this, has, this has more to do with the Beyonce and Taylor Swift concerts that the IRS has decided to say, look, if you made a cottage business of going after and you know buying tickets and reselling tickets through venmo a new law has been passed that requires the ticketing platforms to tell the irs about users who made over six hundred dollars last year total or t- on one selling sale. tickets over 600 bucks total over well, one that si- sucks the, the 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 law was changed what is that it used to be twenty thousand dollars and it went and, to six hundred and over. Sorry, the threshold used to be ten thousand dollars in fifty transactions. That's what it was. Now it doesn't matter. It's just six hundred bucks. If you were selling tickets, now this is only with tickets. But if you sold football tickets, if you sold baseball tickets, if you sold whatever you sold in the ticket market. That transaction, which has been run through the ticketing platform through PayPal and Venmo, if it's over 600 bucks, the IRS is going to come for a cut. You're going to get taxed on that income. People are not happy about this. This is not a popular decision by the government to do this. Oh my God. That's the average re- terrible. The average resale price for Taylor Swift tickets on her tour was $2,000. For regular people or for the ticket brokers? For regular people who bought it through these apps. Face value of a tour was $254. Reported average was $2,183. Yeah. Wow. So. You better not use, can you do it with cash? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's right. But that's the point is there's actual transaction record they can go and pull. The IRS can pull that from you know, 
whoever they, whatever ticket broker they want to pull from, how did this ticket get sold? How did you do this? Where did it come from? Here's where it came from. This individual sold it through this and that and the other ticket resale. Cause it's all, you know, like Ticketmaster, I can sell you a ticket through Ticketmaster yeah. with, their, with their authorized resale. The way you pay me is via Venmo. So Ticketmaster gets their cut. We got to go back to the way everything was. I want paper <laughs> tickets. I want to meet the guy on the side. I'm going to pay you with cash. Give me the tickets. I'm going to walk in. Right. I keep this stub. I remember it from the stub. I, I missed no- that. I, I went to missed, that game on I Sunday. I had to download some app. Yep. I said, I threw the phone at Jess. I said, figure this out. I'm going to go get a shower. I don't know how to get this ticket. I don't know how to get it transferred. I went to the game. Let me see. You must I have couldn't downloaded. couldn't go into one gate. He said, you got to go another gate because you got the sweet ticket. I'm right. Like, yeah. Download. Yeah. Right. You're right. You'd walk I had around. to yep. download this. Yep. Then it said, make sure you don't take a screenshot because screenshots don't, don't work. work. Correct. Yep. So there was so many restrictions. I said, all I want to do. Sorry, Will. It's just go to the fucking football game. That's all I want to do. I was by myself. I had to take the bus. Oh, no. At least the guy took cash for the bus ride. There you go. Two dollars down, $2 back. I gave him AXS, right? The AXS app? I didn't know what it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's the app you had to download. Then for, they for sent me Allegiant. an email. I had to yep. confirm my yep. identity with the email. So now they have your email address and they could pepper you with, with that. With it. So that's how they make you confirm the email address because now they have it in their system. Oh, they and they know what game you went to. Bullshit. Oh yeah. They know what game you went to. They know you're a football fan who went to a game and here's what they're going to give you now. And you're going to get the emails and everything else. Yeah. That's how the world works now, Dave. You're off the list. Nope. Good luck with that. You're on the list now. Damn yes. it. I've had it happen. It's, so that's that's the point. Access, Ticketmaster. Yes. So if you are someone who has sold tickets in 2023, be wary. There could be something popping. Our guy Otto just said in the chat that he wins a bowling tournament now, over 600. Yes. And they pay him. And he got to pay the taxes for that. Uh, like depends, stuff. Yeah, it depends on. I know that they are very much going to target Venmo in 2023. That that's very much a big target for them. The government, the IRS, is definitely going after those transactions that are of the larger size. They let the smaller ones go, but the larger ones are definitely going to be looked at and taxed. And man, oh man, yeah. Uh, and then one more quick one before we let go yeah. of Sports Grid and SiriusXM. 18 versus 21. Kentucky, there are two operators. When Kentucky goes live mobile-wise, we'll take bets from 18-year-olds. The reason is there is no evidence uh, up to this point that being 18 creates more of a problem for gamblers, more problem gaming than a 21-year-old. So Kentucky is going to be the guinea pig. We're going to find out. Well, how would they know? Because they nobody 18 was able to gamble. Well, New Hampshire's had it. Rhode Island has had it. But they haven't done research. There has been no research done that states that being 18 is is more dangerous than being 21 to legally sports bet. So they're going to do it in Kentucky. They're going to get data from this. They're actually going to get tangible information to make it looks, a it looks that it looks that way that they're going to do the research in Kentucky to try to find out whether or not it actually because it hasn't been in a big population Kentucky is the biggest population state so far to go to 18 and not every operator is a body people it. live in Kentucky more than New Hampshire and more than Rhode Island that's fine those are 
Those are New England states that are small. Kentucky's right. big, but does it have a lot of people? Starting Thursday, when Kentucky goes live, seven digital sports platforms will be live. It'll become the biggest U.S. jurisdiction by population to allow legal wagering at the age of 18. Bet 365 and DraftKings oh. are allowing it to happen. Barstool, BetMGM, Caesars, Fanatics, and FanDuel will not take bets from anyone under 21. Circa, which is launched, which is licensed, won't launch till later this year. But Circa, at, at this point up to now, will allow 18. They said they won't take bets from 18-year-olds. I, I mean, if it's illegal there, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, it's right. I'm it's surprised that the ones that said no, like Bet365 is going to get all the kids. DraftKings, too. <laughs> yeah, DraftKings. Yeah, and the their kids. menus are deep. Like, they, unless they just really don't like the visual usage or whatever of this. Like they're never getting off of those apps. Yep. So it's the current jurisdiction. Three years of a head start of having a customer 18, 19, 20 until the 21. Do you do the other? That's yeah. crazy to just give that up. Montana, New Hampshire, Puerto Rico, Rhode Island, Washington, DC, Washington state, but there's no digital wagering in Montana or Washington state for that matter, but you can be 18 over the counter. Wow, I just got a text from one of our guys, boots on the ground. Jay Dow. Yeah. Uh, he's going to let us know how it goes. He's helping with the launch. Oh, okay. There we go. So, so we'll, Thursday. We'll get, some, we'll get some instantaneous. That's fantastic to know. I'm curious how that'll go. Dubsy's back there, by the way. He He's in Cincinnati, so he must be there for Kentucky, too. Yeah. He's saw, there to, he to the game last night. Yeah. He went to the game last night. So hold on for you guys live on YouTube and Twitter. Hold on. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side. View guys on Sirius XM and on Sports Grid TV. Thank you for being here. Back tomorrow, same place, same time. If you are live, you get bonus time. Uh, just to put a finishing touch on this. So like uh, they say the operators said that they have set their mobile sports books for 21 and they don't want to have to change it for just one state. Fair. So every, every other state is, is 21. So they just said, fuck it. We're not going to do this just for Kentucky. We're going to wait. It's 21 in other places is 21 everywhere. I totally understand it then because any loophole you end up with getting past posted, you end up getting a lot of bad things can happen. It's not worth the business. If you keep everything uniform and the same, you don't got to worry about that. So totally, you know, if you do that and mess up somewhere else, like, you know, you take under 18 or 18 and under, no, under 21, 18 yeah. to 21 in that state. And it happens somewhere else where it's not legal. Big fine, probably. Yeah, that's what Brandon Bussman, oh. who is the consultant managing oh. partner of B Global, said. The problem that it comes down to for some people is making the switch in the KYC and tech stack. Oh. Everyone has their tech built around 21. It's not just like two keystrokes to add a one and an eight. Correct. Correct. Not, yeah, not, not worth whatever amount of business and all that other stuff. No, not worth it. To open yourself up across the way. So yeah. um, Ohio regulators have called this irresponsible because they know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, the Ohio Casino Control Commission Executive Director Matt Schuler told WCPO, quote, the age group that is at most risk for developing a gambling problem is males or males 18 to 35. The younger ones are most vulnerable as they are not at the age where they can thoroughly process the consequences of their actions. 
not not my opinion, scientific fact. The target audience for gaming is males, theoretically 21 to 35, but I suppose in Kentucky, 18 to 35. So you have this convergence of the target audience being the most at risk. I mean, you know, every single damn kid in Cincinnati is driving on Thursday to Kentucky to go back. I would do it at 18, 100%. You did a lot of things at 18 I wouldn't really recommend. True, but I did, I did my 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I mean, I just 40, 42, 44. I mean, there's like a lot of things I wouldn't recommend people do that I've done. Marriage is one of them. But so, uh, kidding, 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 kidding. But that's, you know, it's fair. I mean, it's all fair. I, I would. I mean, Every kid's going to be jumping up and down. Kids, there's going to be college. Are you kidding I mean, me? Like, yes. Rody, let's go. What about the University of Kentucky? What about Louisville? Monster. What about, I mean, it just, that's a yeah. huge thing. The college they're gonna, they're gonna are going to camp right there. In the, it Again, the best, you said it, I don't know, two years ago. It, it's, I keep on quoting it. The best thing that ever happened to your local bookie is legalization. There's no doubt. 18, 19 year old kids are going to look at this and go, I like doing this, but like, how much is your price? I'm minus 105. I'm on credit. You want to go minus 120 to them? Oh, you got to put out money. I'm not putting money out. You can bet whatever. Oh, you're making a very good pitch for the guy. That's not good. You're frozen now. You're frozen. You got whacked. Wake up. Snap your fingers. Oh, you're back. Okay. It's it's easy. I mean, it's it's uh-huh. legitimately an easy sell. Yeah. It's what my guy, I mean, I, I it wasn't even legal on my college campus. And my guy was able to say, like, hey man, just every Tuesday morning, I'm knocking your door. We'll settle up. Either I pay you, you pay me. You don't gotta worry about it. Just go ahead and call my beeper. Call the beeper. Yeah, call my beeper. Go ahead just and, and rage. Yeah. Kids look it up. It was called a beeper. And then he had, and then he had the text beeper where you just text him the place, <laughs> and you just go ahead and just just you go ahead and just tape Nobody type it in. This. Yeah, you just go, and it would just it would come across, and he would see it, and he would mark it down, and call, show up on Tuesday, and go, all right, I got you up here, down here, whatever you might be, and let's let's settle up. Oh, it happened on Tuesday. Settle up, figure days was Tuesday. Said, to this day, Tuesday reminds. Oh man, mm. boom, boom, boom. But between my first and second class every Tuesday it was great. <laughs> Really? He, yeah, he knew where I was. He knew I'd be at, in my room on Tuesdays. He, he did his rounds in the, in the dorm. Uh huh. He had four dorms that he that he collected for, and that he would just come around and he'd knock on the door, pay you out, pay, you know whatever it is. Was that Sully? No, it wasn't Sully. He was a big fucking bald kid. He was he was a he was you did not fuck with that. They, they, they picked the right kid. Like he was a bodybuilder. Oh, you did not, you did not yeah. mess. He was a he was probably 22, 23 year old senior. who was a big kid and you did not mess around with him at all. Like when he came calling and I was smart about it. I never got myself into any real trouble. I never, I don't think I ever gave him more than a hundred bucks. Right. Like I, I was never like crazy. I think the most did he ever you gave actually me. have money in college. I never had money. Well, I sold. Remember I worked throughout college. Oh, I sold right. radio. I mean, but by the time I left is at the time when this was going on, I wasn't, making as much money but when i left umass i was making a thousand dollars a month in commission on sales oh you were so, hustling yeah wow. i was i was i was making i was doing well i i never had any 
I ate out well and I went, I threw parties oh, and yeah, I, I lived right. So it was, and that's why I figured out with sales and marketing and how to do it and how to get the hustle down. And I was traveling everywhere. I mean, I was never home. I was always traveling. Wow. You were living so, a life of Riley. I went to my senior year at UMass. I went to California, Texas, Hawaii, Ohio, and Florida. On a college's dime. When college is done as with a team and with the, right, the, the yeah. either men's basketball, women's basketball, or another team that wanted us either lacrosse soccer, whoever else wanted us to come around. It's fantastic. I'm trying to get you. I'm trying to get UNLV to do it. I'm trying to get them around the idea of what I, what we built at UMass. I'm trying to get them to implement it at UNLV being like, guys, we can do this. Like, this is not hard to do. Like you, you could really start this program up on the West coast because right. nobody in the West coast is doing this. I did it 20 years ago. Right. And the kids are responsible to make the money to go out and do it. They have to go sell it. They want to go to that tournament, make them go sell advertising. Right. Just to get it sponsored. Hustle. Keep teach them. I mean, kids today. Why don't, why don't we should do that as an example to show them and then say, look, these kids can do this. Let's do this. We just did it. It's way easier when you have a passionate sports fan base to sell to. That's all we did. We just went to the diehard women's basketball fans at UMass. When we said, Hey, you get no attention. Right. No one pays attention right. to you. Yep. We're going to put you on radio. So you, you instead, cause they used to have to listen to the games on the other team's right. broadcast on the internet. Mm -hmm. So we said, Hey, we're going to put it over on, on radio, over the air FM radio, 91.1 WMUA. Right. We're going right. to put them on. And they were like, really? We're like, yeah. yeah. But yeah. we need you to sponsor this. Right. Collective copies. Look it up. They still exist. Wow. Title sponsor, UMass Women's Basketball. <laughs> and you just find it with men's basketball, with men's football. You just find, you know. We should do that with the softball. 100%. They'll, they'll 100% do it. So you can build you can build wow. a whole season where you – because you know this is the time. Baseball already does it probably, right? The games no. are – yeah. Baseball. No, you know, kids baseball. do it. They don't go any on the road. They no? travel very little wow. because there's the, the one thing people have told me when I've kicked the tires of this is that Lotus, who's a local company here yeah. in town who owns the rights to UNLV. Right. They've been extremely protective of everything. Oh. And I've said, when's the last time you asked? Like, well, we don't want to really ask them. I'm like, well, can I ask them? Because I know all those people. Right. I've worked, I've worked with them for years. I know everyone in that building. Yeah. So can I walk in and be like, guys, what are you doing? Because if they tell me we need to hold women's softball back in case one day we want to put it on ESPN Las Vegas. I'm literally going to start laughing in their face. Right. I'm going to go guys like, can we please stop this? Like this yeah. is stupid. What are we going to make a thousand dollars a year off of this? You're not going to miss it. Get over yourself. Let the kids learn how to do it. It makes you look better. You helped out. You were willing to be a play ball. So uh, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow with Kylie and Kelsey. Right. I would be able we would, I guarantee we go sell it. One of them can sit next to the dugout and be the like reporter, and me and the other one would be the analyst. We could do the game, all the games. Would be, be great. You could call the games on video. You can right. video stream it on top of radio stream. Right. You can do all. And the thing that UNLV has that we didn't have at UMass is they have a digital channel. They have oh, HD. They have an HD two digital channel that oh, you can put all the games on. So like, just Tyler things. just came in and sent me a message. You can retire earlier if you start hustling earlier. Amen to that. Nobody's retiring yet, Tyler. Nobody's come no. on. And and it's a good I, idea. But I'll be doing this. I mean, people have asked me that all the time. Like, you're like at 46, like what what do you want to do when you're 60? This? 
What do you doing mean? it. I said, I'm, I said, what do you mean? I'm doing it. Like I'm not yeah. doing it. I'm not going anywhere. As long as I can do this, I'm doing this. Like, like I've been doing this since I was 18. Right. I'm not stopping because I turned 60 or 65 or 70. This is retirement for me. This is retirement. Like, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> like, there's no question here. So right. a couple of quick ones and then better to book it. Yep. Son stunned the Liberty in game one. Liberty I minus did. nine and a half tonight in game two to come back and smack them. I wouldn't bet the sun again. Right? <laughs> I wouldn't bet the sun again. Liberty come back huge tonight. Jay Dow, or I mean, Jay Buck, he's a big Suns yep, fan. He is. I think he was there. No, he wasn't there because it's, it's, it was at the Liberty. Okay. He was at was the in, last was Sun in, game was that in they Brooklyn. won to get okay. to this round. Okay. So, I mean, I know he's rooting for him. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe in game Liberty. Well, get it down the, seven or eight, yeah, six, seven, eight, I, nine and a half. It's a lot. I think the Sun have covered every game against them except one. I don't yeah, know. They, I'll be they on Wetzel's all over this WNBA. Send me text right now about oh. the WNBA. I just rely on him to do it. Like this right. is one of those ones. Just put it up and just go. Vegas won game one by sixteen. Dallas catching ten and a half tonight. Hard not to like Vegas tonight, right? Hard not to like Vegas. I mean, yeah. they've dominated this team. They've beaten up on them. They look locked in again. They look like they care again, which is huge. Yeah, I'm with you. I like Tyler just came in the chat. He's going up to Cincinnati for the weekend. Oh, for the there he goes. Maker main event at Hard Rock, putting together a little BVB. Ooh. Uh, meet and greet. Meet and greet. That'd be great. Yeah. Ooh. There you go. How about that? Time for just a short little. Book at times. Uh, Braves nine over nine. Braves Cubs. Betting or booking half a run CLV. I think you got to bet it. I think this is a bet. I don't want under in this game. It's no. over or nothing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, we have got Marlins Mets under eight. I'll book that one. I have no idea. When I'm not sure, I just say I, I book it because that means I'm just telling the audience. Both numbers have moved. The show. Yeah. It's not. I don't feel strong about it, but I don't feel strong about the bet either. So book it and take my chances. But Both yeah. uh, games. It's now seven and a half. That number scares me a little bit, but uh, yeah, it is seven and a half. So I'd rather have eight personally, get a push potential out of it. You got to get a five, three final and you lose. That stinks. You're laying seven and a half. So obviously you'd rather have under eight than under seven right. and a half. Right. I'm just saying, I got it last night. It moved. Both numbers moved. The, the, the Braves oh, game went, so went you up. You go to bet it, right. You're not giving them numbers at all. Right. You're not well, betting my well, numbers. You actually bet it last, last night. night. It was eight. Yes. Oh, opener. Yeah. Yeah. And then and it came down. It was eight everywhere. And then just I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, seven and a half everywhere. And it was nine everywhere for Braves and Marlins. Well, actually, no, no, no. That's not that true. There were three, there were three books. DraftKings, FanDuel, and somebody else were at nine. Vegas was nine and a half. And that's why I bet nine on that. Um, okay. Super chat questions to be answered from you guys. Uh, okay. First one chargers in survivor. We touched on it briefly from chef Benny. Bushy, so. so. chef Benny, uh, it's a divisional game. We'll have, we'll have it a little more. I say no. dialed in later in the week. I, uh, the Raiders aren't beating the chargers. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't know though. I'm serious. I'm telling you, I don't know. I, I can't. Well, we I can't agree with that. Quarterbacks, like yeah, I, I can't agree that. Tuesday. I'm not. I have no idea. Yeah, if you I haven't used the Chiefs already, use the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. Like the Chiefs are going to beat the Jets. Jets beat the doors. I don't the care Jets. if Taylor yeah. comes again or not. <laughs> it's great. Um. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Bear Mollings, he bought a Tua MVP last week at nine to one. It's currently th- plus 380. Thoughts on Tua, the MVP? He's my MVP so far. It's after only week three. And yeah. yes, that's congratulations, Bear. You got a good closing line value ticket. Mm-hmm. Put that thing up on the fridge <laughs> and stare at it and enjoy it for, 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 for three months. Yeah, that's good. Yep. Um, I would start to look at other options. You know, so you can have a backup plan. It's nice to have a nine to one, but it's nice to have three nine to ones too. Right. So just yep. keep an eye True. on it. Uh, Crunchy came in with a $10 one to us saying, uh, sorry guys, missed most of the show live, catching the tail end of it now. Just want to give you guys a little something to let you know you're appreciated. I oh, want my hat, Matt. LOL. Yes, Crunchy, you are going to get a hat. I need you to send I, me. I, I saw Crunchy on Twitter. Um, yes, he's on Twitter. Huh? I'm gonna DM him, and we'll get the okay. Well, style. DM me. Yeah, yeah. Either or. Just yeah. We yeah. we need your colors as to what type of hat you right. want. What colors you want fitted? You want base hat, color like hat like this? You style pick the too. base color. Style. And what colors you want the B's and the V to be? Most yeah. likely, it's a snapback. That's what yep. this one is. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's more open supply. So yep. Pick the color of the hat. The color to bees and the V, and we can see what we can get done. We got our we'll guy, get, we'll get, and we'll get it out to you. You got a hat coming, Crunchy, as does our guy, Stout, the farmer. He's nice. I, I traded text with him this morning. He's got one coming as well. I'm thinking about tomorrow being a hat day giveaway. I don't know what to do, but we ain't got no lawyers to answer to. And if we get over a hundred people watching at some point, I want to we're, ask a question. We're already, we we did it today. To Instead of higher than no, that. I know, but they got to stay a certain time. Like I and, and I got to answer one thing. Whoever answers, we're already it, we're, we're over a hundred right now. Tell a joke. Over a hundred right now. Is. I'm gonna come up with something. I want to send somebody a hat. No, let's let's do let's do code. like you have to lay a you have to say a bet. You have to give a play, and if it hits, you know, give us a Craig. Give us a, a a plus two hundred or higher dog. I, I just I, I I don't need him a bet. I just want him to. No, win no, no, a not hat. an actual bet. Just a play to see if it hits. Just just, just somewhere oh. a, a, a differentiate. Pick a crazy dog, like a crazy like they do on on game day, like a super dog. Pick a super dog, and if you if your super dog wins, we'll give you a hat. Hmm. I don't know. Just you can't we cannot charge you can't do a super chat to get your pick in because that's then a lottery, so you can't do that. I ain't getting in no trouble. Right. I just so want to get somebody a hat. People might go, what if I pay you if I do a dollar super chat, then I get my, you know, I can highlight my bet. No, you can't do that. That's not allowed. But you can do the super chat, period. Every day. It doesn't yeah, have to be for the hat. Just we, we just can't have you we can't be giving you anything back in return for that in a contest setting. Oh, it changes it. If they're paying for entry to win something, it turns it into something different. Legally. We're not doing that. Then. If anybody's watching or listening. Yeah, right. We're, we're not, not doing, doing it. We're in BVB bonus time. We're definitely not fucking doing it. <laughs> Favorite thing about today is what? <laughs> uh, this morning, Big Ben has just came in. Thoughts on the Mariners and Astros tonight. 
I like I like the Astros. Sorry, big business. I like the Astros. Royals versus Tigers. Olsen versus Granky. Mr. C came in with a super chat. Mr. C, you're the only guy. Seriously, you're the only guy looking at the Kansas City Royals in a Detroit Tigers game tonight. Pretty much. Right? Give you that. Yeah. I mean, right. even, even JC from KC, who's a diehard Royals guy, he ain't even looking at this game. It's dog. How do you take a minus in a game like that? Christopher, you know that. Fair. You must have girl dad brain right now or something. My God. I don't know. Um, favorite thing about today. Yesterday was, I guess it's called National you Daughters You stole Day. that. That's what I was going with, too. There so we, we can do it together. All right. Because I'm just saying, for how much we talk about our daughters, we totally blew yesterday <laughs> because yesterday was National Daughters Day. We both didn't do it during this segment. I know. Well, all right. Well, that's that's what my favorite thing about today was because I, I, well, I heard, I heard it referred to by Grandma, and I was like, "Oh, I didn't say it on the show." So I went back and looked. It was for Facebook, and I have no idea. But it literally, my entire Facebook feed is all everyone doing this, and I was like, "Oh, whoops!" Right. So <laughs> I did the same thing. I heard her say it, and I was like, "Ah, I blew it. I didn't say it on the show." And I went back and looked at some old tweets and I retweeted the tweet that I did after I got out of the hospital. Oh, right. Yeah. With my daughter saving my life. Right. So it was on there. So if you haven't seen it, you go back, just scroll back at Sports BK and see. It's crazy, dude, because the responses from people from three years ago, that was my first tweet. I was out, out of commission. I came home. And I wrote the story time from the book and everybody was like, oh, my God, like you knew yeah, because yeah. you talked to Jess and you communicated. But a lot of people right. were like, didn't know. Right. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Are you OK? Like, thank God you're OK. And you're tweeting yeah. and you're talking in the tweet. But like nobody even knew who I was talking. It was it was nuts. And like. Like Dink replied oh. to, to the thing and like I saw his response and it's crazy what we see on the Twitter, but. Yes, National Daughters Day was yesterday. My kids were home. I, I, when I wrote the story while I was in the hospital, the words blessed, lucky, and grateful kept coming up. And that's basically Kylie, blessed, Kelsey, lucky, and Kendall, grateful, how I felt when each one of them was born. So, yes, favorite thing about today, daughters, being a girl, dad, all that other stuff. What's, mm, what, amen with that. Yours? Um. I'm not going to copy it, but yes, I had the same thoughts when I was like, shoot, <laughs> like we didn't talk about our kids. That was our, yes. that was unlike us to go ahead and do that. My favorite thing about today is if you've not seen it, it's on my Twitter account. The University of Oregon put out a five minute sizzle reel from what happened in their game against Colorado. In the first three minutes, you will be, or two minutes probably, you will be somewhat taken aback at the things that were being said to Oregon players from Colorado players. Like they were running their mouths in a wild way. Woo. They were ripping up the O at the center of the field. Yeah, got to stop they, that. They were doing all sorts of different. And I loved what the Oregon coaches were telling the players. Now, I don't know if we were saying other things, but what they put on video was the Oregon coaches saying, they're not worth your attention. They're not worth your attention. Keep focused on what you're going to do. Keep focused on what you're going to do. It is 
if you're not a fan of Oregon, you don't like Coach Lanning, you don't like his program, you're not going to like the video. But if you're kind of indifferent like I am, you're going to come away with going like, that's a program worth paying attention to because they're all in. They have all bought in on Oregon's team has bought in. And Bo Nix is playing at a really high level. And this is a team that could win the Pac-12 and make the college football playoffs. Is it too much with these hype videos and all nope. this other stuff? No, nope. like- no. Nope. And that's what and people, when I tweeted it, the thing everyone came back to was like, oh, I thought he wasn't doing it for clicks. I thought he wasn't talking for clicks. Okay, but it's not him doing it per se. It's the University of Oregon, but Oregon's always been about attention. Oregon's always, look at the uniforms, look at the Nike stuff. They've always been about the looky, look, look at us type of thing, right? That's Oregon. But the difference is the talking. Like, I understand that people who are going to be Dion apologists are really up in arms right now. And they love the idea that he's been saying, like, you better come get us now. Yeah. I can't believe Dion just doubled down on it. I, I thought he was smarter than that. Like, what are you doing? Because now you built that in every time you get your ass kicked this year, people are going to say, uh-uh, better get you now, huh? Better get you now, huh? Like, I know Dion's going to build a really good program, but it's still Colorado guy, all right? You're still trying to recruit against Georgia. You're still trying to recruit against Ohio State. You're still trying to recruit against Michigan. It's not easy to recruit to Colorado, okay? Still hard. So, I know he's bringing Lil Wayne and I know he's changing everything up and blah, blah, blah. But that's what he's going to use as an excuse when he leaves Colorado that I couldn't get the kids I wanted to come here. So I'm going to go to the South where the kids are. I'm going to go to them. When he goes there, then I'll hear Dion national championship, college full playoffs, all that stuff. Long as he's in Boulder, Colorado, I ain't concerned about Colorado being in the playoffs. Listen, I love sports. And I love, I was one of the biggest yappers on the ice ever. Mm-hmm. I I did never shut up. My wife would come watch me play even as an adult. And she's like, would you shut up? I'm like, that's part of the game. I love talking. I don't care. Right. I'm good with all of it. Like, this is the game. The 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 the, the banter the public, the public talking is not the game though. This well, is that's where, that's what that's what I think it. now has yes. crossed too much over into yeah. stuff that like I don't think people want to see. And now well we they see don't ever see it with our because they don't want to like, see it because it's the braggadocious nature that we don't like our kids to have. Like we don't. I mean, whenever I see Madeline starting to peacock in any for any way, I bring her down to earth real fast. Well, that's what needs to happen. Like right? I, I, and, I like humbling, right? So Colorado yeah. got humbled by Oregon. Yeah. So the, the response, instead of Dion saying, you know, we're going to learn from this, we're going to go back to work. Clearly, the kids weren't ready to go. He then he went on some diatribe about the fact that he, you better get me now. You're going to get me. You better get me now. Because what we're going to be. Wait a minute. I, I thought you were asking everybody, do I believe now? Which is it? Do I believe in you, in your team, or do I believe that you suck now and you won't suck in the future? Like, which, which you can't keep moving the goalposts about what we're doing here. That's my problem with Dion now is that he's looking for answers and excuses. Like any bully that gets punched in the nose, he's now reeling and falling back. And like, I got to worry about what the sophomore in high school right now. I got to worry about that kid. When that kid gets to Boulder, I'm worried about that. Like, what am I worried about? 
So that, that that's my whole problem with it. And that's why I'm good with what Oregon did because it's a reminder at some point, it's a reminder to, to Colorado. And I can't wait to see it this weekend against USC. <laughs> Cause do they talk before the game the way they talked before the Oregon game? I think they do. There's no, I think they do too. And I think USC is going to run the fucking score to a hundred on them. I don't think there's repercussions of the talking anymore. There used to be repercussions of the Oh, it's talking. scoreboard now. They just run yeah, the Yeah, but it doesn't matter. There's the, they're they're they talk by, again. Once you get humbled yeah, like that, it was up Oregon, by 30. They're in a fake punt up 30. <laughs> so I mean, once you get humbled like that, like you don't talk again. You would think, but that's, that's not the world today anymore. They'll you know, keep when on we talking. Were younger, you could talk yeah. until you got punched in the mouth and then you shut the shut fuck up. up. <laughs> but that's not what, or, you know, and then you could talk again when you actually won or did something. Like now there's no repercussions. Shador Sanders got into nearly a fist fight with two coaches. Doesn't make sense. Like that's head coaches. That stuff is just, it's, it's out of control. That stuff is what I'm talking. Like you can't do that. Like, and when the chirping gets too much from the players and the kids, the coach has got to say, shut the fuck up to their own players. But that's not what Dion's doing. He is allowing it to go. Not only allowing it, He's, he's pushing got it. guys videoing it. He's yeah, pushing right. it out. Yeah. Again, as, as when you coach, lose, you be responsible for what your own you stuff. do. You show character when you lose. It's easy to be. I don't, I don't know, a positive person. It's easier to be a stand-up person when you win. It's harder to do it when you lose. Your character gets shown when you lose. Right. And the Buffaloes failed. Against Oregon. So far, that is an L. That's a loss and a failure. And I thought Dion's press conference was equally a failure by saying, you better get me now. Oh, look at that face. Oh, my God. Mikey Awesome's going to get you bad. <laughs> oh, look at that face. They got you bad there. They got you bad, P-Roll. That's fine. It's all good. That's all good. I'm calling my cable operator because this is happening consistently now. Yeah. Something's wrong with the cable, with the, with the internet. Just reset uh, everything after the show. What do you mean? I reset it before. Remember what happened on Friday? Oh. <laughs> or two Fridays ago? Well, it was fine after that, though. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, like, there's, there's a lot of things that just, it has to, you got to police your own house. You got to police your own house. Whether you're a parent, you're a kid, you're a coach, you always got to police your own house. Let the, let the kids have fun, let right. them enjoy success, but you got to remind them that you you could lose too, lose with grace. Like right. we've had we had people come up to us at softball tournaments mm-hmm. when we got smoked, and say, "You guys are the best team we ever played against. We like the way you coach." We've had umpires come up to me and say, oh, "Wow, coach, you're doing a good job with your team. Thank you." You know why? What? Because you can see the kids really care, mm-hmm. and they take pride in what they're doing. Thanks. They didn't know whether we won or lost. They were just watching. Right. That says something to me. So yeah, I mean, you're playing. I'm a high fan level. of. Don't get me wrong. I'm a fan of Dion. Like I love the back and forth. I love the banter. I was a big fan of him when he was playing. But you can't let them kids like the stuff that some of the but kids that's, were saying. I mean, in the it's just like him. Much. Yeah, it's just him. He was talking about. I mean, he was like, they're saying things about you're too small and you're too, you're too little. And you guys aren't going to be like, like, that's what you're going to do. Like, he was just like, there, there was like, it was like a freshman in high school type crap. It was just really weird. Yeah. And then he went out and lost 42 to six. 
Yeah, it wasn't good. Like it just, you talk, that's what I mean. I cannot wait for the pregame for USC. Like everyone's so saying like, hopping on a field and trying to mess up the other team's logo. It's got to stop. It's got to stop. stop. But, the, but Shador Sanders is going to start. Out, it's gonna, there's going to be a brawl at some point with the way he's behaving pregame. But, but like Juju was doing it for the Steelers. He was right. doing that. And somebody in the locker room finally said, hey, Juju. Stop it. Stop doing it. What do you mean? I'm trying to get, I'm doing the videos. You're starting to, you're giving yeah, them well, a reason that they don't, oh, and, and it, it ain't me. Right. You're doing that. That's not the team. That's not us. And that's not what the Steelers do. Right. So stop doing it. But that's different because it is what Dion does. Well, that's Dion never in his playing career went and stomped at the other teams. True. Ty, that's Terrell very true. Did that. That's true. That's very true. He didn't yeah, no, do that. It's it's very true. I mean, but talking smack to other teams, to other adults, when you're a 19, 20 year old kid yelling at them, you know, basically having to be whole hold, hold you know, holding guys back from talking to adults is like, what are you? And going after Matt rule was like, what are you doing? This is crazy. I saw that one video where it was the one part of the video was like, I'm going to take you and your coaches and kick your ass or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to what? Right. Like, what are you doing? Like, what are you talking like Hold that on. for? And then you saw the strength coach for Oregon. He said, he said don't give him your attention. Don't even, right. Don't like, and I looked at that guy and I was like, ain't nobody kicking that guy's ass ever. Right. Like, it's nobody's <laughs> no. fighting. The strength Stop coach at Oregon. Point. Yeah. It's not the guy you want to see around. that guy. I mean, yeah. he was a beast and he kept telling him guys, don't say the word. Just don't say nothing. We'll talk on the field. We'll talk with our pads. Right. They did. And that's what I mean. Watch Oregon. I'm curious. Watch Oregon. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it. We're back tomorrow. A lot more baseball to get into as well. Back around the same place, same time. Hit the like button, subscribe button, leave a review as well. Matt, Dave, back tomorrow for a Wednesday's BBB.